Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. <laughs> Getting pumped. What's I'm up? an animal. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Another episode of You're The Back an animal. Court. <laughs> it's the 10th of February, 2022. Ryan Cook, uh, guide extraordinaire, is on the line. As per usual. Buddy, off a bad view, son. I got got clothes. Dude, you're feeling yourself over there. No, that's just a. It's you're a little feeling yourself over there. Just a song I wrote and recorded a few months back. <laughs> Sounds like you for sure. What's up, Ryan? Uh, everybody, yeah, I'm Joel. That's Ryan. Um, and we got a, we have an interesting podcast today. We, we want to change things up a little bit, um, kind of go outside the box and have on somebody. We're not even quite sure how this one's going to go. We're used to talking to, to hammers and not saying this dude isn't, but, uh, we got Nick Trujillo from cast and crank podcast on. I'm Joel, we never know how any of these are going to go. <laughs> really? and they rarely go the way we think they're going to go. They always end up all right. That's the beauty of it. Haven't had to not release one. I think I did not release one of them early early on because it was really bad. But that's um, probably one of mine. This one'll be good. <laughs> this one'll be good. Um yeah, pumped. Pumped for Nick to come on, kind of talk about we're just gonna talk about podcasting and um, you know, the community, um, how northern California fishing is way better of a scene than Southern California fishing. Just kidding. But kinda. Just just three podcasters talking about podcasting. Yeah, it's going to be very meta. Um, before we get into that, though, before we get into that, though, big thanks to Dark Cloud Customs, Joe over there, and uh, Justin from Heavy Hitter Custom Baits for hooking us up this month for our giveaway. Uh, also, Bad News Bass. So if you guys want to get in on that drawing at the end of the month, you can do that. And if you haven't seen the, um, the bait we have from Dark Cloud, it is... It's it's a good so. As you younger generation out there say, it's fire. He's gonna. You did the same thing. You know what's funny? I actually listened to a little bit. First time I've ever done this, and listened to an episode that I had already edited and recorded, and it was up on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's painful, man. There's a reason I don't do it. It's hard to listen because you you critique. You're very Ugh. your own voice annoys you. I mean, your voice annoys me too. But everybody else seems to like. It. <laughs> Ugh. No, it's, yeah, you oh, critique man, the heck rough. out of yourself. It's rough, but um, sometimes you got to. And, and there's definitely. I apologize for the long intro. Lot that I mean we we had the giveaway and stuff, but it was just way too long. So if anybody's listening, it seems like we're getting more and more listeners. And if that was your first one, that's not normal. So I apologize for that. Let's get some business out of the way, Ryan. We got uh, housekeeping. That's right. Um, for all our Patreons, ten percent off Phoenix rods at both Stage Top Gun Shop and Atwater, and Coyote Bait and Tackle uh, right here in San Jose. It's like right on the border of San Jose, and it, I know it's in San Jose, but it's right on the border of Morgan Hill and San Jose. Both amazing shops, um, and they help us out by uh, giving deals to our Patreons. So big thanks there. Also, of course, Phoenix rods. Um, helping us out and spear point hooks g money jigs what am i missing i'm missing one. Oh, i think that's i think that's it for right now yeah okay i don't know i'm not the one that keeps track of things no i think that's it 
Sounds, yeah. That sounds legit. And for all our patrons out there, thank you so much. Uh, thank if you, you, guys. If you can, I, I, I want to set a goal for us uh, to get to 100 reviews on iTunes by June. I think that's more than than possible. So if you all can take the time, um, and if you're listening to it, or you're already on that, leave a five-star review. It helps a lot. I think the more we get there... Nick's going to come on and talk about his. He's got so many reviews. He's really good at like asking people, and people are really cool about giving him um, you know, good reviews on there, and, and he shows up on, on uh, the algorithm or whatever it is. And we're going to talk a little bit about the algorithm situation when you're a podcaster. It's, it's a big deal because that's how people actually find you if they don't, you know, if they're not around friends who listen or whatever. So help us help out. us help you that's right and you can go to the bass out report you can find all kinds of stuff you can find all of the episodes you can find the link for patreon you can find the link to leave us a little report question comment and we'll air it live we haven't had anybody any takers on that i don't think unless i've completely missed them in my inbox but there's a link right there where you can just click and leave us a little i think it's a minute and a half you can leave us a report you can do a question uh, Come on, comment. guys and gals step up your game a, out a, there. a good a good joke is always nice you can try that yeah. out little just, jab just whatever give it a go um no big deal if you don't give it a dangle that's right ryan let's talk about ed lacy real quick because that's coming up and we've got some uh we need to get some raffle stuff together for that so guys we've got some cool stuff already we've got some rods and reels um some more rods we've got i know we're gonna have at least two guns um courtesy of of um a client of mine and courtesy of stage stop gun shop um, for those of you that don't know about it, if you're new to the podcast this week, April 2nd is our second annual Ed Lacey Memorial Tournament. Benefit goes to the veterans, fishing organization, getting them out on the water. And we still need raffle prizes. Um, so if any of you out there have a business um, or just want to help out, um, anything is appreciated. Fishing, hunting related, that kind of stuff is better. But hey, um, I mean, I think last year we gave out a bunch of signed sports memorabilia and we had all kinds of stuff to raffle. So um, if you got anything, if you know of anybody, spread the word, send them our way. Joel or I, we can get on that for you. Um, And guys, show up and fish this event. It's going to be fun. Joel and I are going to be doing the MC stuff together. We can all hang out. We're going to do a big barbecue, big raffle, awesome tournament, $200 all in, 50% payback, just just going to be a cool day. So show up and hang out, support a good cause. And if you've never met us, we would absolutely love to hang out and meet you guys. Yes. It'd be cool. And uh, I want to say a big, uh, big thanks to John Donnelly, who's been a supporter for a long time. since the very beginning. Uh, John is an awesome dude. And so he used his 10% off, went over to Coyote Bait and Tackle and bought two Phoenix X-12s. Or X13s, sorry, X13s, which are awesome rods, especially for the Delta. They're a they're a uh, they're a cranking rod. Um, I've got one. I've got the X11. I think I've got the X. I think I have the X13 um, or 14, but both solid rods. Um, and they're not that they're 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 the upper echelon of the Phoenix. So I really appreciate that, uh, John. Those are going to go to either raffle prizes or the winners, whatever Ryan decides to do. But uh, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Top pick fishing sticks. They are top pick fishing sticks. And that is uh, compliments of uh, Donnelly's Floor Service, who he is the proprietor over there. So thanks. Thank you, bud. 
Ryan, what's going on out there in the mother load? Oh, bass. Is there bass out there? There are bass out here. And they are getting ready to spawn, actually. We're getting pretty dang close. Um, our water temps are getting up. Oh, <clears throat> 55. I saw 56 this afternoon. Um, they are in. We are in pre-spawn mode. The bite's a little weird, man. The last two weeks have been weird. A lot of people are really, really struggling out there. Um, I had I had a great trip. So far, we, we haven't had any of those brutal days um today was really close to being a brutal day and i'll talk about that in a second but yesterday man i had a trip one of those trips that you just come back and you got a smile on your face and you feel good and you're beat about <laughs> you're beat it, it takes a lot out of you in, i am in a good way i'm a i'm a little tired tonight it's been a long week on the water and we have another trip tomorrow but um man it just it it, it takes a lot out of you but it fills you up at the same time so a good buddy of mine um at Oakdale Heating and Air, actually, if anybody's in the area, Oakdale area looking for a heating and air guy, hit up my buddy Eddie Eagleton. This guy is an awesome dude. He's got a big heart. He hit me up out of the blue a uh, few, few months back. I don't even know what it was, six months back. And he said, I want to I donate a trip. I want to pay for a trip to get some kids out fishing, you know, that deserve a fishing trip, that deserve to go. So long story short, we found <clears> – <throat> Three young boys who have been in the foster care system and got adopted from the same family. They're all brothers. Um, they've obviously been through it. I talked to them with some stories yesterday, and it's just it's it's sad stuff. And it's awesome where they're at right now. But their adopted mother died um, seven months ago from cancer. So they needed to go fishing. They needed to go have some fun. And that's what the 13-year-old, who is like a 22-year-old, this kid is so mature, it's not even funny. It's sad to see a kid grow up at such a young age, but he's had to, like you said, Joel, um, he told me at the end of the day, he said, uh, he said, thank you guys so much. Like this is the first time we've had fun since our mom, since our mom passed away. Yeah. And that was awesome. Took them out to Maloney's, had a good time, caught some nice ones. Um, yeah, that spot that you did the story on was, looked like a good, one. the spot was solid. We had a couple large mouth over three pounds, you know, um, just, just a fun day. Uh, <clears throat> As far as the bite, they are in the wood. They are, um, we caught them out to 60 and as shallow as five, and we had to fish painfully slow. And they are main lake, they are in the coves, they're in the creeks, but right now the wood is the key. Pre-spawn, you really, really want to be around your wood. That's that's a, the biggest tip I can give you. Today, I was at Pedro, and we've been doing okay at Pedro. It's been a little bit more of a grind, but we've been catching them today, one o'clock, on a guide trip, I had my buddy Evan, Evan Sanders out, who is awesome, great guy. He's super patient, thank God, because he was just positive the whole time. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We had two small fish in the boat. Mm. And if anybody knows me or you've been fishing with me, I am spinning. I am pulling the hair out of my head and beard. I am stressed to the max. And we finally changed some things up. I said, okay, I'm, I'm not forcing this bite anymore. And we went, I, I can't give up too much. We went and did some different stuff. Don't do it thought outside of the box a little bit and for the last two hours we we wrecked them pretty good we caught some good ones um for pedro standards we caught some real good ones today so we didn't get any pictures um we we're just catching them throwing them back but it, it was a fun day um <clears throat> just get around your wood guys pre-spawn and wood it's that simple i don't care if it's 60 or i don't care if it's six foot of water 
Man, it's warm. It's warming up here, man. It is warm. Yeah, it's not up. good. We need it to get cold and stay cold for a while. We need some rain, man. This everybody keeps saying, "Oh, dude, with this warm weather, the bite's going to be on fire in two weeks." Yeah. No, no, it's not. No, I'll be the first to tell you. I wish it was, but pray for some colder weather to come in in March, please, guys. Otherwise, the spawn's going to happen super early, and it's going to be done quick, and it's going to—I don't want to get negative, but it's just going to be a bad summer. I have a feeling, could be especially a, without the water. Could be a negative. Negative. Be a negative. No, I'm going to be positive as long as we get some rain. Positive. Well, if if we don't, which I mean, unfortunately, I'm 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 an optimist for the most part, but I'm a little, I'm <laughs> a little are, skeptical. You are, you are a little optimist. skeptical. No, I, I, I'm for the, I said for the most part, I'm an optimist. I'm a little skeptical if we get any more substantial rain. I just that's the way it is in California now. I'm I'm hoping March. <clears throat> gets here otherwise i don't know what to even exp- i mean you got you got rain coming in november ending by december you got state of california giving out crack pipes what's next i don't even know what's going on with the world guys today. make sure you you definitely cash in on your free ca- uh, crack pipes well yeah i i have mine on pre-order oh do you you have to order them Shit, i thought you could just go pick them up no well i do the ebt thing so uh-huh. all right well let me take a note of that all right we're good i think that's it yeah you ready for some you ready for some nick Trujillo? oh and oh before i uh go anywhere um generally we keep it pretty pg maybe pg 13 might be running into our territory here on this podcast um i told nick uh, he doesn't that's the way he talks and i'm not gonna and that's what he i mean i'm not gonna tell the guy he can't use the language he uses they're I use it. I just don't use it a lot on the podcast. Um, but th- there probably will be some some language. And we might be partaking. It's just a different show this week. So if you got little ones and you don't want them to hear that sort of thing, just keep that in mind. We need to be partaking. I'm trying, I'm trying <laughs> to be. Like we're trying drugs here. <laughs> I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying. Well, we'll have our crack pipes. He's got. Excuse me. Whoa. Um, Sorry. He's, he's got a. Uh, a slick setup now like he's got like tricasters and doing it on video <clears throat> and you got to drop some coin on stuff like that but then he doesn't have to do all like the editing and right like hardcore editing because he, he does video and he's got it up on you know youtube and that's time consuming i mean editing this for audio is not big a deal especially if it's a if it's a show that just goes straight through and you don't have any big cuts or any any technical issues I can, you know, edit it out in half an hour, you know, but right. when it comes to video, it's a whole different ballgame. So he, he's, he's, he's definitely, um, much more technologically advanced than, than our, <laughs> than our setup. As I sit here in my workbench slash paint, uh, station slash podcast studio. And there he is. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's <laughs> guest is a basketball. Uh, I love it. What's going on anymore, dude? Nick, thanks so much for joining us, man. This is uh, as we we said in our intro. It's going to be a little different this week. We're used to just having hammers on and talking fishing, but I've I've been really excited about this one to change it up and just have you on and, and kind of bullshit a little bit. We've I'm going to do. I'm not going to cuss this whole episode. No, I, you guys. How good of a person I could be, and I will not curse, dude. Well, I've done it two times, <laughs> two other episodes. I've done it. 
I, dude, well, I mean, you don't have to, and I told you, you don't have to do that. I've already, I already, put I know, in, I've, I've, I've already put in a, uh, a disclaimer in our intro that hey, if you got little ones around, we got Nick on, man. Like, get a get well, the you know, I, I, I have a, I. That's the whole issue with my podcast is uh, it probably is it hinders it a lot because I probably would get more sponsors and stuff if I clean my voice up, but. I don't have as much fun when I do that. Well, I mean, I'll you tell know? you, I'll tell you this, man. It's it's we've had episodes where maybe I got a little bit loose towards the end, and some stuff came out, and it was really funny. And and guys hit me up like, "See that? I love that." And it's like, yeah, but I was like, but I always kind of thought in the back of my head, well, that's Nick's thing. <laughs> like that's that's why <laughs> that's part of your podcast, man. That's See, called eight Heineken later. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. It's been a it's been an eye opener the last probably like year because I I know that uh, the numbers have been great. I'm I'm super stoked with how everything's gone and had some amazing guests, but uh, the the sponsors aren't there, which are fine because the Patreon helps just like you guys. Mm-hmm. And I I, uh, I just can't see bringing myself to be like. Uh, and I said this on another podcast, like Bath Talk Live, which is great, amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm off the. I, I never have a notepad. I have nothing. I'm yeah. just going every time we do podcasts. Mm-hmm. I've never once like Palinik. I took notes because he's so professional and stuff. So I'm like, I better like come with the fire. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know. But uh, usually, most of the time, you read people's faces. That's why I I like doing the in person ones because I like to read the the way the person is. Even on Zoom, I've been doing those more. And I just did one put one out today with some dude that does a uh, Murray cod fishing. Mm-hmm. in uh australia yeah so i mean it's a it's been a it's been a roller coaster the last three and a half years i'll tell you that well for sure man i mean and i i, I sometimes i'll put down a lot of notes mainly just to make sure i don't forget like shouting anybody out or giving some props where it's due um yeah you this one was different because i mean i can just rap we can rap about fishing like that's not a problem, but for this one, it's a little different. You know, I want to talk about some things that we don't normally get to talk about, including podcasting yeah. and that sort of thing. And I know Fred was saying this when we had him on a couple weeks ago and he was saying the same thing. It's like, because you're so, you know, you look at a guy like Rogan, right? Crazy. Like mm-hmm. I listened to him like back in the, in the red band flashlight days and yeah. where, from where he's come, but he still hasn't, he's cleaned up a little bit, but I mean, it's still look at the guy. So you do have to be true to yourself. I've, I've cleaned up a little bit. Like, I mean, the first probably like year and a half, it went pretty hard where I had some friends that I made, like the Ballast Point Fishing Team. They're crazy. They, they bring beers and we'll say some horrible stuff where I'm like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And I don't edit myself. I edit other people because I've had, how many redos have you had to do? I had to do at least 10. I, and we were. Ju- I was just talk- talking about this, and the, I think I've I've not aired maybe two episodes where, and it wasn't necessarily because it was just like a, it just wasn't it just wasn't there. I just didn't feel like it was, a, and and that's saying a lot because my my uh, my standards are pretty low. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it have to be pretty bad for me not to want it. But it was early on when I was doing it solo, and I didn't have my co pilot Ryan over here, but. Um, if I'm his co-pilot, his standards are horribly low. But that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but it, I, I've it. done the same thing. I've done the same exact thing where I've had two. I had one person that came on once and I was like, usually when I have someone on, I want them to know more than I do. 
because I feel like I'm the, the noob and the person that I'm talking to is the the pro or the experienced dude. I've had a couple guys on where I'm like, I'm like that meme when you go to Home Depot and you go, and the dude from uh, the Parks and Rec, I forgot what he goes, I know more than you. Yeah, Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah, Ron I feel Swanson. like that. I'm like, I don't want to be like that, you know? And even in the fishery that I fish in Calico, uh, we do tournaments. We're doing a new tournament in a couple of weeks. And I, I feel I'm still a rookie in that. I know a lot more now because I'm doing them, but I still don't ever talk out of place. I don't even talk about what I know or, you know, what I know how to do or, you know what I'm saying? Well, there is, and for me, I've never had that issue because literally anybody that comes on is probably going to have more experience and be a better angler than me. <laughs> so, um, and except, maybe not more except those idiots, Delta, Delta <laughs> Limits, that idiot, and Rio uh, Fishes. Those guys are stupid idiots. I see. It only took it only took seven minutes stupid. for for those guys to come up. I was talking to Rios last night. I'm like, I wonder how long it's going to take before he mentions one of you guys. <laughs> those guys make me laugh, man. They're they're one of the first. Uh, when I started meeting NorCal guys, like text guys back and forth, and you meet a ton of guys, and they'd always be funny. And they do funny memes and stuff, and I'd follow them. They're they're super funny guys. Rios, when super I super cool, yeah. When I first started, and and it, I think I told you this two months ago when I first hit you up, and just because, man, you you've been doing this a while, you you know a lot. And my big thing coming into when I first started wanting to do this over a year ago, you know, late twenty twenty mm-hmm. or whatever it was, um, was I didn't listen. to The only podcast I had listened to was Bass Talk Live, and. I knew of other podcasts, but I told myself I don't want to listen to them because then maybe I'll try to, maybe I'll try to, I don't know, maybe it just uh, like un like naturally it'll, it'll start, start like trying I, to be I, like that. I, I get you know? what you're saying, and, and I get what you're saying. I I I think that I I'll listen to your podcast. I listen to there was another one, uh, Outdoors Unfiltered, with Jay mm-hmm. Coward. He's like a Delta guy. Yeah. That one was um, good. I, I, hear, I, learned, I listened to a couple of those. I like, I'll talk to Jake, and I, I did the same thing with Jake. I said, hey, we talked back and forth. I had him planning on coming down here, and like I was going to show him, like, this is what I do. This is how you need to do it, because I'm like, hey, dude, let me help you with your audio. And my background when I was younger, I, I was in hardcore and punk bands, and I used to be a recording engineer. Yeah. So that's why I know how to do all that. I'm doing everything myself, like... So I would be like, hey, if people reach out, there's another podcast that are called uh, Trout Made. It's a trout guy, and I, I'm friends with him, and I told him, hey, this is what I use. This is how I do it. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, yeah, I would go, well, you know, F everyone. I'm not, I, I don't care about them. I'm not going to help them. But at the same time, you're going to get a different interview. Like you've had Fred on or other guys on that I'm going to be totally different then you two are going to be, mm-hmm. and you have a, a pro on, you know, you have someone also close that like you guys make a good couple, you know? Oh, <laughs> so sweet. It's sweet. <laughs> no, I mean, I, did you I, hear it? But so, hey, did you hear that little spoon? If he saw, if he saw, <laughs> if you saw my Nick, if you saw my setup, you'd probably be like, what in the world is going on over here? Like I, I did a podcast back in 2015. I think it was, <laughs> That was about uh-huh. like backpacking and fishing in the high country, which I used to do a lot of when I was in Fresno and growing up. Um, obviously, that's not a thing to do in the bay, so kind of got away from that. But you got the you got the crew back there, dog. Dude, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna move and just. I thought, man, I can go out of the studio for a minute, but 
because I have this. I have a studio in the half the garage is which is actual, um, which is sick, by the way. Recording. It looks, it looks great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joel, why do we not have a studio? Why do we not have a studio, Ryan? I don't know, brother. This is why. You want to know why? No, because you make money on a podcast, and you get sponsors, and you don't make any money because you put it all back into the podcast. And this That's is because <laughs> this is what I think, this is what that I think a lot of people do have to understand. It's like everything that we get in, it either goes back to giveaways. Like when it comes to patrons, it it pays for the yeah. hosting, it pays for hosting, it pays for the bills to to run the thing, and then I'll throw it back into giveaways, um, and then buying more equipment. It comes down to buying more equipment, and we're really looking at like video equipment because we want to do more videos for our patrons. Oh, dude, it's so, it's, I'll be truthful, I'll tell you what I, so when I did the upgrade on the studio, this is what I spent on audio and video equipment, okay? I didn't want to know. I bought <laughs> two new mics, each mic was 400 mm-hmm. I bought three mic stands, each mic stand was 420 I yeah. bought two new cameras, an A6300 and a 6100 which each one, I think, with the lens was about seven. About six to seven hundred dollars. So that's two of those plus all the cables. Then I bought a uh, Roland. It's called a VR1H. It's an auto switcher, so uh-huh. it saves you from having to go back and switch it. It's auto. Uh, it's like video follows audio. And then I bought an ATM Mini Pro. So those two were probably about fifteen hundred dollars. So I probably spent just in new equipment, almost like four four grand, maybe four three four grand. Oh yeah, easy. You know, and it's funny then, though. You were you were the you were the audio engineer. I worked at out of college. I worked at PBS doing live broadcasts for video. Mm-hmm. So, and it's the same type of thing when trying to get the video going. People don't understand like what a what a, a good tripod costs. Like a good dude tripod. I yeah, mean, they're expensive, man. None of this stuff is cheap. Well, that was my nickname in high school, but I, I don't know much. About <laughs> <laughs> stuff. That's a good one. <clears throat> Then you met your wife, and she said, your name's Mighty Mike. She's so damn you got a big See, personality. Is, <laughs> this is what gets me in trouble, and I know you listen to Cody Spets' podcast, right? I did, dude. That was a great podcast. Okay, so this is where I love I love joking around. And if it's like seeing, you know, when someone sets up all those bowling pins for you, and you just can knock them down, you know you can hit a strike. Yeah, you know the lie detector test part. I'm like, I got one coming for you. I'm gonna punch <laughs> you with this one. You know, it was good. Too. And so, I mean, that's and that's why to me, it's like I grew up. Well, I didn't grow up. I listened to comedy podcasts like you, Rogan, you know, Bill Burr, all these these guys. I've seen them multiple times, mm-hmm. um, and I love listening to comedy podcasts. So when I started trying to find a fishing podcast, and I st- I started fishing late. I was 20. 28 i'm 41 right now so i started really late fishing and uh i couldn't find a good fishing podcast that was the hard part was like okay where am i gonna find something good and i i ended up uh finding one called uh the best world's best fishing podcast is out of san diego Mm -hmm. and then uh i listened to ike live and it's good too he's funny guy you know but i'm like what i just need to find that raw one that's kind of like a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. that's the hard part is finding someone that does you know, I know mine's been swim bait heavy because it's been easier to get people from the swim bait world on the podcast. You know, once you know how it is, once you get one guest, yeah. that guy's buddy goes, Hey, you should try this out. You know, well, especially down there, man. I mean, that's where that community is really heavy. And, 
you know, you've got, we've got, of course, you got guys up in the north that that do that stuff like crazy Clear Lake, of course. But I mean, it seems like you there, you got lateral vision down there. You got, you know, all kinds of brands and. Um, I mean, not the lateral vision's like big bait stuff, but like just you have brands down there. That, yeah, I got a ton of brands yeah. for sure. And so it, been- it, it, that's kind of why I went with the the whole swim bait thing. And people like it, it's crazy because they'll ask me for advice. I'm like, dude, you guys probably swim bait more than I do. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not kidding around. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Like I'm I'm not I I swim bait fish, but I don't have the time to put it in because I'm not close to the lake. It takes me an hour and. To get to the closest lake would be like Castaic's close. Uh-huh. I don't know if you heard, you know where Castaic is, right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we have Silverwood Lake, which is pr- like probably the closest. And then we got Lake Paris and Diamond Valley Lake. And they're all about an hour and 15 to an hour and a half away. Or mm-hmm. I fish Calico Bass, Sand Bass, and Spotted Bay Bass, which fight the same, if not harder. And it's only 15 minutes away from the house. So let, oh, let lucky. I know. Let's do this real quick because I, I have this. Oh, there's a real quick for me. That's um, one. <laughs> that was one. Uh, let's do this because I, I want I want to talk a little bit about the the bay bass stuff because obviously we've never talked about it. We talk about striper. It is the bass report, so I, I can mm-hmm. I can stretch it. We'll talk about we'll talk about bay bass. My my brother in law. Well, the thing with the bay bay bass and stuff that you all these guys do it both that that swim bait yep. fish. Or even freshwater fish, they fish calico as well too. Well, so my my brother in law, who's also like one of my main fishing partners, he like fell in love with bass fishing when he lived in Long Beach, building a bridge there, um, mm-hmm. doing that, going out on his little his little aluminum and just fishing spotted bay bass, and l- fell in love with it. And then now, of course, it, that translates it translates really well into, and I think Juan Acosta is the same way, right? Like. Yeah, Juan's really a well. big. He's an old school guy. Yeah. So talk a little bit about um, um, talk a little bit about how you got into to inst- like you're you're more salt heavy than you are doing a lot of freshwater bass fishing. Why was that? Is it just the people you were hanging out with when you first got into fishing, or do you just like it more? Is then what what do you like about it? So the reason I got into it was I bought a I bought a boat. Gosh, 2015, I bought a 16 and that 16.5 low fun fisher with a 60 on it. And, uh, I was fishing DVL maybe once a week. And I, I like, I, I fish everything. I, I'll drop shot. I do everything. I don't care. When I go to the lake, I'll, I get yelled at because I'll still bring a drop shot rod when I go to swim bait guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> welcome <laughs> on my boat anytime. Yeah. So I mean, Ryan, Ryan can I, show you I a thing or two fishing. about the drop shot. <laughs> So I love fishing everything. It's not like I'm just, you know, like, hey, only swim bait. So I was going there, but I had a, uh, my wife got pregnant again. This is like five years ago. He's, he's yeah, because he's four right now. So once she got pregnant, I'm like, I can't be gone like a lot, like all day long when she's here taking care of mother two boys. I got a 17 and I have an 11 year old right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, man, I, I, I kept looking at stuff and they had this, tournament series down here called the saltwater bass series i'm like what is this man so i i went to uh the local tackle shop which was performance tackle down in los alamitas i kind of talked to mark Higashi. he's kind of a big deal with uh the swim bait stuff he helped uh scott whitmire with uh, triple trout design it yep, um yep. and they're they're all very 
knowledgeable guys like that go there. A lot of the, the tournament guys are really good that go there. And uh, I talked to Mark. He's like, yeah, you know, go out into the kelp or go into the inner harbor. You'll find fish. So I met one of my good fishing buddies, uh, John. He does a bait company called Wackham Fishing down here in Little Lures. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it so much anymore, but we, uh, I'm, I bought a reel off of him, and I didn't know anybody that fished. So I, I'm like, hey, man, um, I know this sounds super weird. I'm like, kind of like, I'm hitting on you, but hey, you want to go fish on my boat? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I know it's super weird. I would never do this, you know? And I just didn't know who to fish with. So we ended up going into a Newport Bay in Newport Beach, California, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't know what we were doing. We just, you know, kept throwing. We'd get a little fish here and there. And then I remember I got the uh, Berkeley Gulp Jerk Shad. You guys ever use that? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I used that once twice. Yeah. Okay. For calico bass, it's crack. If you want to go catch calico bass, you you put them on a sled head, the owner's sled head, like a half ounce, okay. and you just pretty much fish them. You can drag them. You can flip them under docks. You throw them on the stringers of, uh, like, uh, the kelp. So when we're fishing, like... Um, what is this bait shaped like? Getting... Like, is it like a paddle tail, or is it just like it's a, a straight bait? It's a fluke. It's a fluke. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. So they come in five, six, and you can get seven inch, but you got to order from Australia because is, they don't make them. Is that the one? Anymore. Is that the one that comes in in like the the jar with the juice on it? With yes, the but the bag that smells like complete crap. Yeah, it smells so bad. It smells horrible, but the fish love it, man. So we start fishing those, and uh, we start getting bit more and more. And I'm like, this is fun, and we start having a blast. And from that point on, I kind of was catching twos and threes you know nothing big and then i started the podcast because i like was so into it and fishing and in the beginning it was more of a saltwater podcast all the way you know first like 50 episodes it was like i had maybe one or two freshwater guys and the freshwater guys i had on were crossover guys that did swim bait fishing and you know calico fishing as well right so after i started the podcast i kind of i I met uh, a guy named eric bent and he ran the, the, the tournament series down here. It was FWBA, Saltwater Bass Series. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that was like the heyday, probably like 2000. And I wasn't around, so I'm going to say like between 2010 and 2015, where they'd pull like, you know, 70, 80 boats a tournament. And uh, you would get people like Todd, you know, Todd Klein? Uh, the name sounds familiar. He's a tournament guy down here. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he just, just like electric he just, Okuma. He's in uh, like seventh place at the one right now, I think. Yes, he fished the series a couple times. Um, some of the fresh, there's a lot of fresh got like there's some MLF guys that fish uh, both series, so there'll be co anglers in the MLF Toyota series, but they're also fishing uh, the SBS down here, SWBA, whatever's going on at the time. So a lot of crossover from that, and even I had Todd on. He's like. You know, they, it's like for bay bass, it's like freshwater bass fishing. You can use all the same techniques, everything. That's what I've heard. Um, yes, but for calico, you're, you're fishing more like a swim bait style setup because you're, you're such as way too heavy. Like say we fish like a riprap or like a a submerged wall. Mm -hmm. We're throwing 65 or 50 pound braid on like an ultra swim bait classic, like 790H with a 30-pound leader or 40-pound leader. All big stuff. Because at big. 
So the comparison, like I've had this debate with like a lot of the swim bait guys. I'm like, what do you think a 10 pound large or 10 pound calico is to a large mouth? And they say it's probably equivalent to like a 16 pound large mouth. So they're just, so you don't catch, yeah, you don't catch a lot of 10 pounders. You you will never like you want a guy will get one, maybe one a year. You rarely hear about an 11 or 12. Right. So, you know, that's like the pinnacle of your fishing is if you're calico fisherman, you're going after a 10 pound calico or a sand bass. So sand bass is, yes. And sand bass is another one. So there's three species of sand bass, the bay bass, calico, sand bass fight too. They're just deeper, like in, like in, you know, well, they're, they're shallow and deep, but you've been out on reefs, once like, on a, a sand bass trip. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably felt how they fight and we do the same thing. You're just dropping big plastics real deep. Right. Um, and that's kind of how I, I just ended up fishing calico way more and so just way easier like it's like if you lived on the delta and i've talked to the delta guys and they go i go don't you want to fish the lakes they go no i'm like why not he's like the delta's right here yep. it's huge yep. yep so to me it's like living down here right by you know the coast i could launch and get out and be back half day and i'm good we'll see like the delta for me is an hour and 15 to get to to orwood that's the south delta mm-hmm. southwest delta whatever you want to call it um and so that's really, this year is really what I'm, I'm focusing, doing that a lot more. Last year I was up in the mother load more because um, I did a couple tournaments and um, going, went up there with Ryan and it, but that right there is a five hour round trip. If I'm, if I'm quick, you know, that's six hours, you know? So, Damn. I mean, it, yeah. that's where, where I'm at now. It's, it's a little bit tougher to get to some of those bigger um, like low Highland lakes. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I, I fish some of the smaller stuff around here, but for me, it's like, the delta is where I just I need to focus on that because it, it's just closer, dude. I got makes sense. Yeah, I got three hours and fifty minutes drive time every day, and I'm doing it five days a week. You can get up here more often. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Dude, I got to move closer what, what? to my lakes, man. I got. I got to move up to the foothills. So you're guiding and driving that far to these lakes every day when i'm at when i'm at don pedro and mcclure i'm right at one hour each way when i go to maloney's which i've been going up there a lot more lately the other two lakes have been a little tougher it, it's about an hour and 50 each way yeah and we don't have Damn. to we don't have to deal with you know, the one thing that ryan's well we're blessed a little bit more up here is we don't have to deal with the quagga situation like fred's got to have two different boats tagged for two different lakes yeah. and that right there is just god man i mean in the bay area it's a little more strict like of course I got to get yeah. you know banded and then if I have my my band I'm good. The weird thing is is I can get banded here 15 minutes away from my house and go up to Calero and I can get banded there and then I can go to uh, a state lake either go to the Four Bay or um, go to Los Banos Creek and they'll take that band and they won't they won't do a because they trust that whoever was doing it did it correctly and that right. I was dry. But if I get banded as I'm leaving that lake and I try to go to Calera, which is a Santa Clara County Parks Lake, they won't take that band. So it's a, it's it's always See, like you've got to strategize. Yeah. I, the, the same thing there. happened here when, I, when I'll go from striper or largemouth to – because I still love fishing largemouth and striper. But the problem is, is I'll have to dry out my boat. And it, and I know, like for instance, Castaic, they're very strict. Mm-hmm. Even if I tell them I've been to saltwater, they don't believe you. So usually I go to Diamond Valley because they're a little, little kick more kickback, and they know if you have a saltwater boat, 
or if you have a freshwater boat. Well, so they, they see a cup that drops se- water. You got a you center know? console, right? I mean, you put roll up in your center console. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, this yeah. Guy, this guy's but a lot of dudes fish center consoles too for right here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dudes will fish a lot of rangers, like ranger center consoles. Mm-hmm. They'll fish them, and and they'll be, you know, it'll be a uh, that's their boat for everything. So what I'll do is I'll go to, to I'll even I'll send a buddy of mine. I'll be like, hey, just use my boat and go to go to Diamond Valley and and tag it, and then bring it back, and I don't have to go worry about when I go to the stake because I can just get in with that tag. Before so the- there was a time where they didn't accept tags. So certain lakes wouldn't accept other tags. So, so in that, and that's the that's the situation that that Fred's in. Then correct, like he he where yeah. Well, that's he, what I was gonna say. He's at Casitas, Casitas, and then Castaic won't take, and so so that's where he's kind of hamstrung. Yeah, so that's why Fred. Like, I'll never go to. I'll just go to Fred. It's like pointless to, to you know, yeah. take a boat there because yeah. Fred's like there. He's a fun dude to fish with. He's a buddy. But even even if you wanted to take your boat, you you got to wait. I think like a certain amount of days, and I think they do this whole uh, steam your boat like it's crazy. I hope they don't end up doing that up here, dude, because we are very very kickback. We literally have, and I probably shouldn't say this publicly, but I don't usually do it. <laughs> but we have a self Kuaga muscle inspection. We put a no, that's just we what put it a is. paper on our dash yeah. saying yes, we inspected our boat and it's good to go. Um. I picked up Fred at the ramp. We fished New Maloney's a few weeks ago, and Fred mm-hmm. came up. He shows up in the morning. He goes, dude, like, there's no inspection here. I'm like, no, there's none at any of these lakes. He's like, and they're not wearing masks in town? He goes, welcome to America. He's all got to get up here, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is freaking awesome. <clears throat> it's a little more relaxed. Like, Orange County is more relaxed down here than uh, LA County's pretty hard core yeah. still. Yeah. Where it's, yeah, it's. It's it's pretty hard still in the different and it's crazy because I live on the border of LA and Orange and I'll go to like the store in Orange County like in Irvine or something. Like no one's wearing their mask, but then I'll go to get my kids from school somewhere and everyone's masked up. It's it's really weird. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean I, I go to Templeton, which is just outside of Paso for work once a week on mm-hmm. there. And I don't yeah, I don't wear them any anywhere. Any store I go into, not, no one is wearing anything. And it maybe it's just because it's a smaller area. Maybe in Paso proper, it's probably a little different. But in the little town of Templeton, man, I I feel like I feel like I'm back in the old days. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it it it, uh, it changed a lot of things. I'll tell you that. Like I remember being at Fred Hall when it, when it came on. Like it was like my first time. I had I shared a booth with Performance Tackle. They gave me a little section and I just sold shirts and I was like, man, everyone's wearing masks. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the next, like, it was like two weeks later, everything was closed. Yeah. I'm like, damn dude, yeah. it is bad. And the thing is, is they did, did they close your lawn tramps up there? They did for Are the lake. They did mm-hmm. for the crazy part was that was in early 2020. Right. So that was when mm-hmm. it was the, the, at the at the worst, and I had a trip planned for my ten year anniversary with my wife to go uh, to go to Honduras. We were a little island off the coast of Honduras called Roatan, and I was gonna do like I had always dreamed about fishing uh, bonefish and permit with the fly rod, and so I bought I bought a new sage rod, like new reel, like I am set, I am ready to go, I'm so amped, and then they do everything, they close everything. Luckily, we were able to get you know 
a refund from the hotel. And then it took like a year to get our refund from the South American airlines or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, man. It, and then, so what we did was during that time, instead of going there, we, the Delta was still open because those are all, uh, private ramps, most of them. And so yeah, you could still, yeah. you could still go out on the Delta. So I was like, all right, I took my wife out there, uh, got a little caviar and champagne and we went bass fishing for our, <laughs> for our 10 year anniversary, which was pretty cool. I'm sure she was so happy right you there. took her back. <laughs> oh, dude, she was. I mean, it was like there's nothing else to do. Like, we, I can't, we can't do anything. I was like, well, I, at least I have a boat. Let's go on a little cruise. She caught her PB that day, so I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun day. <clears throat> Up here in the motherlode, Nick, they closed down all of our motherlode lakes except for one of the small ones, Lake Tulloch. They they kept that open, but you had if if they checked you, you had to tell. Gabe Morden, whoever was up there, that you were fishing strictly for food. Um, <laughs> yes, what? Yeah. But no, I'm being dead serious. I think I remember that. That's weird. <clears throat> um, luckily, at the time, I had a a membership to a, like, like a private bass ranch, bass pond that was local. And we also had one other small private fishery um, called Salt Springs Valley Reservoir. Both of those stayed open, and I was able to just you know, just get people out enough to kind of stay afloat. Cause dude, they, I mean, they just, just close the lakes down. But then again, I had buddies going out there going, well, they're signed up, but there's, you can drive through them and they went fishing and nobody really had any issues. So I probably should have done that, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's different when you guide <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like if you're just up there, it's different, but like, well, I know nervous. I talked to Fred and he was like, dude, it's going off. You know? Because I mean, what? Wait, what? What'd you say? I don't think you, he was close. You, you broke. It was up. going off for Fred. Oh, like, oh yeah. Fred had like a really good, a really good um, time during COVID. When I was talking, some of the guides and even the charters down here, they they closed the boat so we would have like a like you know fifty people on a boat mm-hmm. for the charters at the sport boats. They restricted it to thirty, but at the same time, you get less guys on the boat. It's not bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Dude, because you don't have to worry about up. bumping elbows, you know. The phone blew up during COVID. Everybody was dying to get out of the house. They figured fishing's a safe deal. Yeah. At, at one point in time, when our lakes first opened back up, but COVID was still, you know, they were still slamming it to us. It, dude, I, I got booked up like literally five straight months in advance, five days a week, just slammed. I mean, my phone was going off nonstop. So, how long you been? A, how long have you been guiding for? A little over three years. I've been at it. Uh, this last November was three years. And here's another comment for all the uh, people that listen. You're going to tell the same stories over and over because I've never talked to you before. No, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's yeah. one of the things that I was that, that, I'm, that I was yeah. most afraid of coming into this is like, I want to talk to him about something maybe he hasn't talked about. But I'm like, dude, how many episodes have you done? Like, that's going to be damn near impossible. Oh. No, I, I mean, there's plenty of like, I, I don't talk about like a lot of my music stuff. I was big into music before fishing. Mm-hmm. I haven't really talked about that. And I've ran into guys in NorCal that saw my band play before when I was up there, you know, like in Sacramento and stuff like that. But I mean, even this is one thing that's hard too, is like when you guys talk to someone new, how hard is it to not tell the same story over and over? 
You know? Yep. I mean, because you're Rogan, talking to them. Rogan used to do it constantly. If you listen to Rogan for years like I did, it's like I, I've heard stories from Rogan 18 different times. Because if he's talking to a different person that doesn't know, like the listener just has to deal with it. And they have to listen right. to that story. And, again I, and again. I run into that issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm here with you on that. I'm like, I know you guys have heard this story already. I'm sorry, but some people haven't, you know? And it, it sucks, but it just is what it is. But, you know, sometimes you get in your own head. Well, right. I, I, like, I you know? dude, that, that brings me to uh, something I was going to talk to you about, which is I, and it was it was probably late last year when I talked to you. When I first like, hit you up and just kind of tried to get a feel for kind of how you're doing things because you you're so successful, you know? And it's like we do this little show. It, it's awesome. It helps a lot of people, and that's great. But I mean, it's not like I, I, when I first got into it, it's like, oh, they're competitors. And then I think six months in, I was exactly. like, they're, they're, I was like, these people aren't competitors. Like I'm putting out I'm putting out an hour and a half to if we're if we go really long, it's two hours if we do that. And then you're doing what? How many are you putting out now a week? Um, I need to I'm, I try to do six a month, six a month, sometimes eight, depending, yeah, depending on the, the guy. But the killer is that the YouTube. I was keeping up on YouTube. I can't keep up on YouTube with that. I don't know now, how you do. News, I don't know how you edit those videos and get those up, dude. It's with a because you still a, you still roll a full time job. I don't know how you do that. I have a son that I make him do <laughs> slave labor. <laughs> oh, you have I'll a full time job on top of the buddy. podcast? Oh yeah, I, yeah, dude. I, I, I didn't know that. I thought. Oh my gosh, Fred told. I thought that Fred yeah. had said that you were like at the point now where like this is your deal. And when you told me that, I was like super no, like, surprised. No way. I, I don't like. I even told people like, even if I, I did do that, I, I wouldn't quit my job just because you know benefits and yeah, yeah. and I, my job's okay. I'm not. I'd rather be doing this and and my job, but it's just too too much of a secure place. I don't want to leave, mm-hmm. and I don't. And it's it's real weird. Like you 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 find a demographic with the podcast and it works sponsorships is like a whole nother deal. Thank God for companies like Phoenix that, you know, have, have jumped on board with me and like what I'm doing. So that's kind of cool. And I know they support you guys as well a little. And, uh, it's, it's now it's hard to find other podcasts. Now there is one thing that could is kind of a, a, a weird thing too is with sponsorships is like, um, there's no way to kind of like have an industry standard on a sponsorship or a podcast. You know what I'm saying? You're, so, hey, like, we're you're, going you're, you're, and, you're you're breaking up a little bit. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, let me move. And maybe you guys can hear me better. So can you hear me now? So you yeah yeah. So you're saying like um, just industry standard for sponsors is what you're talking about? For like advertisement, you know, like yeah. we know, like if you're a, if you're a fishing pro, you you uh, you sell a product or whatever. You won the you know Bassmaster Elites, whatever it is. You sell a product, cool. With a podcast, I could show you numbers or impressions, and that really doesn't mean a lot to companies. You know what I'm saying? Why not? I mean, that, that is the stup- that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because you, you're showing them actual numbers, and that's how you translate you into business. <laughs> Wait till you try. I mean, I mean no, I, I, I just... It might be me. That's ridiculous, man. Because, you know... That's ridiculous because that, does, so, that no, makes I no just, sense. I, I see From a business change. standpoint, it makes no sense. No, I get it, but I feel like... Well, look at... Okay, Chris Aldane. Mm-hmm. He moved over to Guggen. Oh, dude, right? I wanted to talk to you about this because, dude, 
I, we talked to somebody last week about, and Joey wasn't really into it. I've been seeing memes dude, like crazy about it's, this. Dude, people lost their well, not everybody, but some people lost their minds. They're like, you're going from Mega Bass to Guggen. What the hell? Like, da 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 da. Anyway, go but ahead with what you were saying. The thing is, like, it's it's a business move, okay? Oh yeah, for sure. He that's sure. his that's his that's his livelihood, like all the way. Um, this is what he does. He's a fisherman. That's what he does for a living. That's how he makes his living. Period. Now, loyalty is one thing. To be loyal to a company and you know counter offer or whatever you're going to have to do to to get that going. And people got to understand is like he made the move because that money was there. Like sometimes you're not going to ever make that money again, and you know he he probably isn't. And creativity might be another thing too, where Mega Bass is kind of set in stone, like where they want to be. But like I listened to the Bass Talk Live and I talked about this before. I I'm sure like the way he has to go about it has to be different and people got to understand he can't just go, Hey, I'm taking this for all the money. You know, it's like, no, you got it. You can't say that because it's going to ruin the reputation of the company. Right. That you're going to like saying, Oh, they're just buying everyone out. Well, they, if they can, it is what it is. And people got to understand that. Even with the podcast, it's it's like, you know, you don't want to, yeah. And you don't want to hear commercials. I know people don't want to hear. Like I just pulled off. I was on the podcast network and they're great. But I just decided I'm going to make a change because um, sometimes, it, I, I don't know, it just wasn't fit for me, you know? And it was a cool network. They have huge podcasts. They have Ike and Ellie's podcasts on there. They have Luke Duncan's podcasts on there. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing. But I just feel like, uh, I don't know, disconnected when I run ads from uh, just some random stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you, you, that was one thing we talked about last week when we were talking about doing this and I wanted to have you on for a while. It just, you're busy. I mean, and we can get into all the stuff that you do like outside the podcast, like the toy drive mm-hmm. that you did, which was a huge damn rousing oh, success. Gosh, dude. And that was you do, such you a do, headache. Dude. You do live stuff. I mean, like, of course it's a headache, but man, like putting yourself out there like that and putting that kind of stuff together. That's, that's dope, man. I mean, like that's like kind of the definition of dope. You just go above it. Uh, it's crazy because I've wanted to quit probably like ten times. Three <laughs> times I've been on the edge where I'm like, I'm done doing this. I'm not doing this. this. Is stupid. You know, it cuts down on my fishing. I used to fish before I did the podcast. I'd fish three times a week. Yeah, you know, I was on it. Now I'm fishing maybe, maybe once every two weeks. You know, yeesh. And even like tournament fishing, I started the the, the saltwater bass series tournament this year. Um, and I'm like, dude, I'm not going to have time to pre-fish. And so I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to do it because I want to be full into it if I'm going to do it. Uh, but there's all, there's also little, like, like they're going to have a battle of the brands I'm helping out with. It's, uh, that looks cool. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's all, we have a big long federal wall in Long Beach and it's an inner Harbor. So you can fish inside the wall or on the wall and it's, uh, it'll be like, Lateral vision, cool bait is doing it. Um, Ballast Point Fishing Team, uh, Slay Dirty, like a lot of local companies, Liquid Assassin, Stay Bent. There's a ton of companies. I'm I'm gonna have my team with my two guys, so it's three guys per team. That's different because it's like fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's yep. not as serious. Like we're gonna have fun, and and for me, like stuff like that, it's like, well, I'll set up. I'll go in early and I'll set up the podcast. We'll do weigh-ins. It'll be something fun. People could check it out. But I mean, you know, going back to time management, it it is crazy. Like I, that idea for the toy drive was uh, my wife and uh, Caesar. 
from Toxic Day. Mm-hmm. He's a buddy too, and we talk a lot. Yeah. And he's like, man, you know, they had Toxic Day, and he's like, you should, uh, you should do something down there. I'm like, like what, dude? So going back to my music background, uh, there's a venue down here called uh, Chain Reaction. Well, it's about 500 people, and that's where we had it. And uh, I'm friends with the owner. The owner is the president of a of a label called Fearless Records. Uh, so like they've done like every pop punk band you could think of. And uh, he hooked it up. I'm like, hey, is this for a kid draw? It's toys. I didn't make any money. Um, all the vendors got free booths. Uh, we ended up raising 850 toys, almost 900 toys, and then um, I think $8,000. Dude. So it was cool. And that is absolutely awesome. Like, whenever I see somebody using a platform to give back to the kids, I, I have nothing nothing but mad respect for that. It's a, It was like, uh, it was a cool that everyone came out and donated they, like it was cool because everyone i'm like how much is a spot for a, a booth and i'm like nothing donate baits then those donations went on to you know raffles and uh, everyone's so supportive and it's hard because uh i think with swim baits you and you guys probably know this like you could talk to garrett from g-rat mm-hmm. or who are you know east east bounty cake uh, or what do you have coyote bait and tackle up there yep you talk to these dudes mick right you talk to them mm-hmm. um you have a relationship so it's easier for me to have these swim bait companies come on and be part of something when I know them and they know what I'm doing. And when I have issues, I kind of talked to them because some of them became very good friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's kind of where I kept it was like at the event, I made sure it was just like people that dealt with the podcast or part of the podcast, you know, kind of thing. And, and it, it turned out really well. And, and even, I mean, well, those people, those people were invested. They were invested, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was cool to kind of show them, hey, this is what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. Phoenix, I mean, Vince came down, it was awesome, and yeah. he's never seen what I've done. He's been on the podcast once, and it was like three years ago when it first started. Yeah. You know? And now, I mean, he came down, he's like, dude, I didn't know it was going to be like this. And it was cool to show people, hey, this is what I'm trying to do now. I don't want to do it once a year if I can keep the podcast on and keep my sanity. But... He came on. I'm so proud of myself. 42 minutes and I haven't said one F word. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to edit out the uh, disclaimer because this is very clean. Um, but I, we, and, and it's funny, dude, too, it's because I think what was, what kind of like made me a little bit worried is, like I said, when, when I first started, I didn't listen to, to anything besides Bass Talk Live. I literally went out and just tried to find guides that were in places where, and that were willing to come on and talk about fishing that actual bass reports and we still do that like everybody who mm-hmm. comes on generally we get a good report from a couple lakes especially the guys that are that are tournament fishing because they just got off the water yeah and they can kind of tell you and that's kind of what the backbone of the whole show was i mean it, it's a long it's a far cry from what it was when i started and what i really <laughs> was looking to do but these things evolve right but when i when i had yeah. fred on and then he talked about you and then i had vince on it's like i didn't know all these people had been on your podcast you know, and, and and so then it was like but it, it was a, that that I don't think that should matter one it, bit. Like I mean, and and I'm um, dude, I'm super self conscious about stuff like that. I don't want to come into something and be like, "Hey, I'm going to copy exactly what this dude de- is doing to for whatever reason." Like, but how, think about how hard it is. Like, for instance, I had Maddie Wong on. We went, oh, and, and that's I'm on my list, dude. We're going to talk about him soon, but keep going. Sorry, I had him on, and I'm like. 
I know he's going to get bombarded. I know it. He came in and did it in studio podcast, and I was lucky. Yeah. He came in and did it live, and kind of. I still got to edit the video. I still haven't put it on YouTube. Like it's this is how far back I am. But it was an amazing podcast. His his description on everything was like in person, and that's why I love the in person one so much. Unless you got a rapport with someone like you know Matt Pangarak knows all these dudes, so they know him. So it's going to be different. So they'd be like me talking to a buddy on the phone compared to like, if I don't know you, it's hard to read you. That's why I like doing the in-person. But like, for instance, with Matty Wonk, he was, he was out on, I think two or three other podcasts the same day I put mine out and that there's nothing you could do about that. The guy just struck gold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, it's more of like, okay. And I've done this before. I've canceled podcasts because I'm like, Oh, with the saltwater ones, if there's been like two other or three other podcasts, that popped up down here. So, and I have no issue with that, but I don't want to, I think I'm going to cuss. I don't want to suck someone's dick the same time as someone else. <laughs> or, 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 or immediately afterwards. You know what I'm trying to say? Ex- I'm not no, trying ex- to jack off the dude with everybody, you know? So this exact thing happened when I met uh, Juan Acosta. So I've been following Juan, <laughs> following Juan for years, right? And I go to Boatmasters to get my boat work done there. First time I'd ever been there. It was, it was a weekday. And there's nobody else there. It's me and Juan Acosta's boat. He's picking up his boat as well. So I go in there. I see him. He's with his daughter. I'm like, I'm just going to leave him alone. Like, what am I going to do? Like, fanboy him? Like, I'm no. So I go out. I, <laughs> I hook the boat up, and he literally walks right up. And I'm like, okay, well, if he's going to literally be right here, I <laughs> introduce myself. Hey, hey, Juan, like, my name is Joel. Like, big fan. And he goes, oh, I listened to the podcast. I had not brought up the podcast. And I'm like, that uh-huh. is really cool. Like it, uh, that, that made my day. And he goes, yeah, I just talked to, to Nick over at cast and crank. We're, we're going to do one next week. I was like, awesome. How about in a couple weeks? Once you, once you do, there was another big tournament coming up. I think it was the championship for wild West. And I was like, after mm-hmm. that, I'll have you on because he was, he was down to come on like the next week. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. That's silly. I mean, I can get some, you know, on. because or you know, even if you would have called me and been like, yo, when are you like, I would have done that. Like if, I heard that, and I wanted a person on, and I knew you were going to have him on today. Hey, when are you going to have, say it was Fred, when are you going to have Fred on so I know I can space it out like three weeks? Yeah. Just because I would want to do that. Now, do I think it's a, does it matter if we both did it at the same time? No. It does Because doesn't. there's going to, people are going to listen either gonna, way. You know, like, either way. <laughs> for, for instance, Joe Rogan, you know, you see people like Bill Burr will do these rounds. So I'll listen to Joe Rogan. I'll listen to Fighter and the Kid. I'll listen to like all these other podcasts, and I go, well, you hear him again, but it's a different podcast with that guy because yeah. they have a different, you know, deal. So to me, it's like, yeah, it, it's 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 like listening to the same uh, tournament angler, a different one every day. It's all going to be the same, but you're going to get a different interview, you know? Yeah. Right. And I, I, th- I think it's so it, it is important, though, to understand, like, if people really want this content, and I think there are a lot of guys in California, and I think the COVID has really boosted stuff. Like people are going outdoors; they're they're like wanting to get away from all this shit. And if they can go and listen to this and learn about bass fishing, I mean, they can't get enough of this content. So you're putting out. Let's say you put out two a week. I put out one a week. That's mm-hmm. six hours of content. It's not even close to a to a commute. Yeah, I mean, right? It, it, At least, I mean. If anything, what's really cool about it is people are able to listen to two or three different podcasts about fishing, and they can get through their whole week without listening to any of the bullshit on the news. So I'm <laughs> that, that's that's I don't <laughs> I do the same thing. Like I listen to 
I listen to a, com- a lot of comedy. I'll listen to Luke Duncan's. I'll listen to your guys' sometimes. I'll listen sure to you everything. Do. Like sure you do, bud. Different. Sure you do. No, I do. I, I'm, sometimes I Woody's really, really bored, you know. Woody's really bored. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I've, I've listened to even, like, Bass Talk Live. They're not my cup of tea because I'm not, like, a hardcore tournament angler in, in most of it's that talk. But, I mean, there's still some interesting stuff. Like, I listen to the Milliken podcast. You know, I wanted to hear what's going on. And yeah. I, when I had him on, I'm, I... And I didn't. I wanted to make sure I didn't touch on the same subjects, you know, as much as I could. Well, the, that was maybe what I did, because out of respect, you know. Like, I hey, haven't listened to the Milliken one. I'm going to because I'm gonna have to take some long drives here soon. Um, but uh-huh. what was the deal with that? Was there like something going on with it? I mean, so I know, I'm totally out of it. He, uh, so swim bait. There's two different like big swim bait pages. So the universe is one of them. Swim bait universe. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, hold on, that was an airplane going over. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Before I had my studio, you'd hear that every 10 minutes because I was doing it in my backyard. That's right, you were. So I, I lived by an airport, and it was just loud, and people would be like, why don't you go inside? And I'm like, because I ain't got no fucking studio. That's why I'm not going inside. You know? <laughs> I bet so, that's the John Wayne you know, down there. It is. No, it's, uh, it, I live by Fullerton. So oh, okay. it's a Fullerton airport. Yeah, it's right there. But uh, with Ben, he I got hooked up by a guy named uh, Kyle. He, he his name's Goonie Wolf. He does a lot of art for people. Yep, yep. Um, and he he knew Ben. I guess he did some shirt designs for him, like uh, back in the day. And uh, I hit up Ben a long time ago, maybe like a year ago, and he said, "Let's do it." And you know how it is. You you hit people up and. Uh, you don't want to hit them up. I, I kind of have a rule. Where I don't like hitting up people more than a couple times. And if, if they like are busy, then that's fine. And I'll just move on. You know, dude, I, so I have, I, I have a list. On. I have a list of people that I've, I give them three, I give them three chances. And then is that what I'm you done. do? I do too. I'm done. I do too. And or then I'll, I'll sick, I'll sick Ryan. I'll sick Ryan on him. Every once in a while. But uh, <laughs> personally, I won't do it more than three times. I, I just, and it sucks because sometimes you have, confirmation from these really really big guests mm-hmm. that would be awesome and they just ghost you and you're like man what are you gonna do you know yeah and yeah. I, I mean part of me go wants to go fuck that motherfucker he could suck a dick you know <laughs> and I, uh, but, there it is there it is Woo! dude so, but you know boy. <laughs> but you can't because it's like who knows if they're busy mm-hmm. i mean i get busy dude i i, I get it or maybe your content doesn't line up with what they talk about or the companies or whatever it is. And I get it. And I told people, you know, I, I don't mind if someone doesn't want to come on. I just say, Hey, just say it. It's not my thing. No problem. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You know, it's easy to do. You know, dude, you, know I, you, you know what I found was really hard though. I, I did the, the first like three episodes of the Bass Angler magazine podcast and yes. started that up where you ripped me off. Yeah. You ripped me off. How did I, how did I rip you off? Oh, use my voice on your commercial. No, so dude, check this out. So <laughs> I'm it, just kidding around. Just kidding. <laughs> so he's all. So what had happened? So what had happened? No, tell you told I. I you told me or no? I, no, hey, dude, asked. I was listening. So I'm 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 there. I'm producing the pod. I it's already recorded. Now I've got to lay in the the. I think it was an Okuma ad, right? Yeah. Yes, so it was. it was an Okuma ad that I was sent, and they're like, here, this is the ads we're going to use for the podcast. It was more of a professional deal. So I lay those in, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, and I'm, and at that point, I'm not like a hardcore listener of yours, but I, I still know the voice. And I'm like, dude, I know this voice. 
And I keep listening to it. I'm like, I know this voice. Wh- who is this? And I'm like, oh, that's fucking that's Nick. And, and I think I did hit you up. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm, you're you're on the the new podcast. But what I found, aside from that, which is hilarious, but aside, yeah, what I found was, dude, trying to do a West Coast podcast with a bunch of pros that are back east with a full time job. I either got to wake up at you know whatever it is early, 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 and do a podcast that way. Or try to get home as early as I can and literally walk through the door and hit record. It just wasn't working. Dude. And but and the, also the thing is, dude, yet. they're super busy. I've had I had guys that were like in the truck, and I'm I'm a big like yeah we do this over the phone and stuff. And sometimes we'll do like in the car things, but I I do not like that. Like it it, it doesn't. I don't. All awful. One thing I did learn. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, man. go ahead. Go ahead. I get yelled at all the time for everyone doing that. So Ryan does it, like, right. like, dude. Ryan does it all the time. You're fine. He's not me this time. <laughs> I, that's and there's here's another thing to talk about. When you first start, and people go, "You need to stop cutting them off." I'm like, you know, I have ADHD bad. When we're talking, <laughs> and I tell too. people this, I'm list, I'm thinking of the next question. I'm when I'm interviewing, I'm going, "Okay, okay, yeah, 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 get it out, get it." Okay, here it comes. You know, on to the, ne- on to the next one. On to the next one. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like I don't. You know, a gap when someone stops talking in person feels like 10 seconds when it might only be one second. Dude, on a podcast, person, it feels like, like a minute. Have you ever, here's a question for you, and this has happened to me. Have you ever not known what to say after someone said something? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> all, all the time, <laughs> bro. Like where you're no, like, I'm going to let Ryan, I'm going to let Ryan do uh, this. Say it? I'm going to let Ryan do this one. <laughs> <laughs> We've. Dude, like you'll have to go back and listen. It's not. It's going to sound really weird right now. But when we had Fred on, we we're getting towards the end of the episode, and we had all had a little bit to drink. Fred started off early, from what we heard, mm-hmm. and I, I, ca- I caught up. I caught up quick towards the end. It was. It was something. It was something towards the end, and it got silent for a second. And Fred's all, "I'm not wearing any pants," and me and Joel both. <laughs> For the lo- that was the longest pause on our podcast history. It was probably four seconds. I did not know <laughs> what. To Neither say. one of us knew what to say. I think I just said like pants. I just said pantsless, cool, or something like that. Like four seconds. I'm like, are it, we supposed it, to wear it, pants during a podcast? What? It's crazy. It's a hard one because like I I would do. I was trying to do like a spear fishing episode once every uh, like month. So I had a co-host my buddy Woody and he's a big spear fisherman down here. And I remember we were interviewing the guy and I didn't know what to say. And I just no. pretend I was choking on water. <laughs> just Cause I'm like, I don't know what to say. You know, I go off the cuff. I didn't, ha- I thought Woody was going to be ready. And he just was looking at me and everyone was looking at me and I'm like, uh Oh, you know, and it's happened. But that's happened before. Uh, I've had people pass out in my backyard. I've thrown up after the podcast. <laughs> it's been wild. <laughs> I get the, I mean, I've had, I've had, you know, you name it. It's been, it's been pretty wild. Like where I've had, I've had people argue that I'm going to do the round tables. Like after get really heated. I was like, wow, you know, it gets wild. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, to be honest, that's good content. I mean, if it's, it if it's, if it's a good, it out. that's the problem. Well, if it's, you know, if it's I don't a, put it out cause if it's a good argument, that's like has good points. There's nothing wrong with that. Unless it gets heated, heated. I guess that the, it depends on, on the temperature, I guess, of the heat. And this is another thing with drinking on the podcast. And I did learn when you have people in to like turn it down somewhat. So this is what would get me. 
I would do three or four podcasts in a day sometimes. And I used to do that in one day. Shit. Here's the problem. Everyone wanted to come on and drink. So I would be so on podcast you, one and have, say, five beers with the guy. Podcast two, have another five beers. I'm like, man, I'm getting loaded. By the fourth one, I am shit-faced, you know? And it's like, I can't I can't do that anymore. Like, I, I have to, you know, it's it's too much, dude. Like, I feel like an alcoholic because I'm drinking all the time with these guys. <laughs> but it became the thing, like, where it's like, yeah, we can drink some beers. And I'm like, I guess, if you guys want, you know, like, it's up to you, you know, but I, I love drinking beer, so I'm never going to turn it down. But it's uh, it, you learn a lot of things. Like, that was one thing. Uh, cutting people off, like, easy. Changing the story and not finishing the story because you tangent into something else. I think we've done and that I, three you know, times already in this one in an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's, it's your fault this time, not my fault. Yeah, no, I'll take full I'll take full blame. I'll take full but blame. the problem is when you – dude, because I've got ADHD really bad. And, mm-hmm. dude, I, I get it, though, because, like, I cut him off all the time, but in my mind, I think I got that split second to get in there. And also, if I don't say it right now, 10 seconds from now, I'm going to forget what I was going to say anyway. So it's like, I feel like I got to get it out there, you know? I, I think that well, a, a lot of that, no, that a lot guy? of that's on me. A lot of that's on me because I, I talk too much, especially towards the you end know, if I am having. You know, the other thing is, too, is you guys are doing it on the phone. Now, it's a whole nother ball game when you're doing it on the phone because, it's easy, really easy to talk over each other. I learned that on Zoom. Yeah. When I do the Zoom one, you got to like give it a two count till you talk. You know. Oh yeah, because there's that lag time. Huh? The thing is, Ryan mm-hmm. Ryan beats himself up about it. I I don't really think it's that. And I, and like I I just told him I listened so anyway, to my, what I was saying. dude. I I listen. <laughs> <laughs> that was sorry. <laughs> Ryan, you want to continue? No. Go ahead, please. <laughs> no, you good. You sound like my parents. I'm not one to interrupt, Joel. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I forgot what I was going to say. I see the perfect example. Oh, you lost your word. Up. There you go. No, What's well, it? because you're probably thinking of what other people are, are listening to, you know, and there's going to be a time where people shit on your podcast. It just happens. Everyone's gonna get it sooner. Oh, away. dude! I we just and got our, our we just got our first review. our first couple one star reviews, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go over and look at at Nick's and see if he. And I think it's like oh, obligatory. I got a couple of good ones, dude. There's there's an obligatory. Have, there's always that son of that piece of. Sh- I'm sorry, dude. Piece of shit that's gonna go on there and just leave a one star review for whatever reason it is. It's gonna happen. Yeah, and he's probably still listening so, to this podcast. So he yeah, probably is every single week. Whoever that was. I caught one of the guys. I knew who it is. So I, just, I was like, hmm, that name, I, I, I know him. who that name is. And they they wouldn't put that name, you know? And I used to, like, yeah, I mean, YouTube's even worse. You guys aren't on YouTube, huh? No, screw that. Oh, you're <laughs> going to get, oh, my gosh. You get like, hey, we're back with the podcast, you know, on YouTube. And I started putting them back up. And then I just used to have one comment. Man, I thought you were going to come back with something good, but it was Milliken. And I was like, sorry, dude. You know, like, Jeez. God. But I'll delete them. I don't, on the YouTube, it's like, on Instagram, I usually will, depending on the comments, because even then you get people that'll just what kind comment. Of, what, like, what kind of stuff do you get? What? what? Like, what's the hate? Because we've uh, been lucky. We don't have a whole lot of it. It's not like people come out, like, blatantly and be like, hey, you guys suck. But like, well, like you'll get, I'll get the people going, Hey, you need to stop cutting the person off. I'll be like, all right, you're right. You know, and I'll agree with them. You're right. I try. I try. I'll get, they feel like they can, they can tell me something. And 
I get it. I'm not, this isn't, I never did this. And I tell people like, I never interviewed anyone in my life. I've always been behind everything. I played bass and drums and band. I never sang, but I did in high school, but I wasn't like a front man. That's not my deal. Mm -hmm. So this is like a whole new thing to me. Like where I'm, I don't know what I'm doing it off. Not anything, just listening to podcasts. And it's like, okay, this is how you do it. And I'm learning as I go more and more like things that I'm thinking of to do. But in the beginning, it was a lot of like, Hey, you, you know, you keep talking over the guy. Hey, you say fuck too much. Hey, you say, uh, this too much. Hey, you know, and I think everyone just giving their point of view. And sometimes it's really cool. Sometimes we'll, Someone will go, you know, I'm just telling you, I love your podcast. I'm just telling you what I think that might help you. And you got to take that differently than the person that's just trying to troll you, you know? Well, I mean, you're, you're and it's like, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were done. See? No, no. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. <laughs> How dare. <laughs> but it, no, I mean, you've got a bigger platform. You're in a lot of other <clears throat> spaces. You're on YouTube. You got Instagram. I'm sure. You got a Facebook. Like, so that you're all these places podcast is big so you're going to get a lot more of that kind of stuff i don't really we don't really haven't got a whole lot of that you know i mean there are there have been a couple and i've gone out of my way to drag people <laughs> and literally got into arguments <laughs> that's happened once um except for the one guy that talked crap about my phoenix rods no it was, it, was it, ryan ryan got on ryan got on with phoenix rods and then they huh. going to help the podcast out as well i mean we, we don't have a sponsorship uh -huh. or anything like that um, it's an industry we have deal. A partnership. It's a partnership. Like they yeah. help us out. Yeah, they yeah. they were cool with a couple of of shops giving like, hey, go for it if you want to do it for them. So it's really the shop doing it, but it was sanctioned by Phoenix. So they hey, ten percent off to all the patrons, yeah. which was super cool. You know, like I never yeah. thought we'd be able to do something like that. And guys have taken advantage of it. It's really dope. But I. The, the crazy part was he posted this on Facebook and he sent me this, like this guy was like, it's all about Dobbins. I can't believe you would say that they're the best. It's like, I was like, are you serious right now? Like he, he's like, you're just bought and paid for. I'm like, do you Dude, know I'll how take, this shit works? Bought I'll and tell paid you what, for right now. Wow. Nick, if you ever need a loyal pit bull that is loyal till the end, Sick Joel on him. I went, okay. dude, I went <laughs> ham. There, there I found that dude on Instagram. Him. I went ham. But then we talked it out, and I said, you're being a dick. And I was like, I'll take it down. I was like, but you have to understand, like, it was a teachable moment for that that dude. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, you're, you're, well, being, you're being a dick for no reason. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. This is another hard thing. I have different rod companies on. And when I had signed with the, you know, the sponsorship thing with Phoenix, the title sponsor, I'm like, hey, part of the podcast is I let everybody voice their own opinion. You know, what? when we talk in the beginning, in the intro, it's all Phoenix. When I talk about what I'm fishing, it's Phoenix Rod. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, I've, you can hear this, like, Seeker. You heard of Seeker Rods? Yep. They do a lot of inshore stuff. They do some bass stuff. They call. They said every, every other, every other uh, company that's not made in the USA is a, a chopstick. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> You know, and I didn't cut it out. I'm like, wow, you're, that's pretty big remark. You know, and it was it, it was funny. And he's trying to say, like, you know, they're big on American made product, and I get it, and I I back American made product. But right to be a big company and produce like that, you you, you got to be it's it's kind of crazy. I I've seen both sides. Like I fished I rods before. Yeah, great company too as well. You know, like I have nothing to. Against them, and then I, I super, mean, Phoenix super was good, kind of a, super good rods, man. 
Those eye rods are badass. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, Matt Newman's great. He's, he was a big supporter. He was kind of like, what deal you guys have seen? Because what I had with eye rods previously. Right. You know? Well, I fished them. I, that's all I fished. You know, they, ha- they hooked up. When I did the Patreon stuff, they hooked up. Great company. And, uh, you know, Phoenix has been a, a great move. But with sponsorships, it's hard to... To me, I, I chose Phoenix because I fished them before. It wasn't right. like I never fished a Phoenix rod. Before I had eye rods, I had all Phoenix rods. Right. So, I mean, it was a, it was a move to me. Have you guys been ever been approached by companies, like other companies, about the podcast sponsorship? Um, I, like I'm not sure stuff, with the stuff like you would not be no, like doing. No, I mean, no, dude, we haven't. We're not big enough yet. I mean, I mean, I say yet. I mean, you, you'll get. You're, you're getting there for sure. It's very possible. Well, what's you weird know, is like, we, the, we were just it. we were talking about this. I talked to you about like I said last late last year when I first started talking to you, kind of like feeling it out and kind of. I mean, like I looked at it as like a mentorship. Like, hey, what what should I be doing and what am I doing and. You said once you get to a certain download number, things start to kind of exponentially ramp. So I'm almost at my my goal number that I wanted to be when I first started. Really? And I don't feel like it's it's, uh, it's any different right now. (laughs) You know, it's... Yeah, dog. No. (laughs) So you got to think how many of those people like really like your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Or they just listen. How many people listen over? Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. I'm being forward with you because I want you to go, like, okay, what? how should I be going? Now, think how many fucking podcasts I put up, how much shit. My wife hates me because I'm doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it, it's, you know, it's like, and I'm almost there, so I'm that's pretty huge, stoked, man. you know? That's huge, dude. Yeah. So, and that's all audio. I don't count YouTube into that. So... It's uh, and I t- I said before I'm transparent with it. It's not a it's not a crazy thing, but uh, it, it's cool to hear what other people are doing as well too. You know, well I, I t- right. because I'd always go like, who who cares if people know how many listens you have, you know? Well, it, it doesn't. Right. It it doesn't. I it, I think for me, <clears throat> and I, this is a question I I really wanted to talk to you about was your favorite part of doing your show, and I think it kind of like it ties into this, right? I mean. When I first started, it was it was what it was. If people were listening, if anybody was listening, it was cool, you know. And and being mm-hmm. able to being able to, however many it was, if it was five hundred a month or whatever it was when it started, yeah. And they were they were able to you know learn about Fred Clinshaw. I mean, obviously he was already on yours. So it was what it was. But like Ryan, is, yeah. Ryan was a big one because it was like. I felt like he helped me out huge in the beginning because he had a huge social media following. And the first time he came on was a huge bump to my social media following. And then we just kept doing them and people really liked listening to me and Ryan rap about stuff. We're, we're a lot alike. And, um, dude, I just totally lost my train of thought, but, um, <laughs> it's the dude, it's the hey, middle crack. It's, another one, it's Joel. the damn Miller high life, dude. <laughs> Great beer. I, you know, I had to. You know, I had to crack a champagne when I had when the I had Nick on. the champagne of beers, dude. I, I that's another thing is like I would take a, a sponsor just for beer, dude. Like I mean, sometimes, like my wife goes, like, you know, you know how much you spend on beer on the podcast. I'm like a lot, a lot. So you'd be like Aaron Britt, man, with his Pacifico, dude. I would be like, I'd be down to have any beer sponsor, and I mean, like, depend, like whiskey. Tin cup whiskey. I think I talked to them before, but I'm like, you know how bad that would be. 
Oh, because I wouldn't stop. It would be, be drinking like, whiskey I'd during get, a podcast. That's oh, super no, respect. Through it. When you told me that you turned All of a that down, like, hey Nick, <laughs> Nick, hello. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it, responsible it, it, of you to turn that down if you knew what, what it was going to turn into. No, it's all I, about self awareness. And it's you got to like. I want to stay in line with what, um, with what, with what I'm doing. Like, I, I mean, if it was a beer, cool. Uh, I manscaped. I tried that. Dude, I, 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 I remember I listened to one episode with the manscaped. I'm like, damn, manscaping. All right. Yeah, they trick you, so don't worry about that. This is all, it was all gimmick. <laughs> and, well, I found out after I talked to Milliken, and I'm like, hey, did you? I'm like, yeah, I had manscaped. He's like, let me guess. They told you to sell this many, and if you did, they would sign you. He's like, yeah. I'm, oh, like, wow. already, I'm like, yeah. He's like, how did wow. you know? He's like, they did the same thing to me, and I tried it. And then when you come to the end, they go, say you need to sell 25 shavers. You were right at 22. Sorry, we'll do it next time. Wow. So, dude, you just screwed me. So I learned that, like, yeah, there's 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 people out there that play those games, these marketing guys. They'll, they'll probably get commission off the codes or whatever. And they'll give you a free, like, a free uh, manscape. But it's like, in the end, you learn. Mm-hmm. You learn multiple times. Like, I've, I, I had Olukai, you know, the sandals. Yeah, yeah. They ran they ran ads for three months and it was like I was just excited to get ads. I did it for like pennies, dude. And I don't wear sandals, I, you know. I wear shoes, so it's like I, I didn't want them. I gave them to a buddy. But I mean, you I, you live and learn. That's the thing. Is like okay, and it's hard to know what a podcast is worth. Like how much costs for millions. And we do something a little different where it's uh, it is a not a comedy podcast, not a you know a. Uh, a generalized big podcast. It's where we have a little subject that everybody's listening to. Mm-hmm. So when you right. do listen, you get these hardcore audience, not this huge. Well, it's a niche. Whatever, it's a know, niche. It, this, this yeah, is a, exactly. Yeah. This is a niche thing. And this is the other thing is how do you promote this? Po- how do you promote a podcast to a certain extent? Word of mouth is great to a certain extent. The guest is great. But when you get to a certain point, it's like, where do you go to promote it? You're not going to go to a magazine. No. You can do Instagram ads. You're at where I was at when you're the same t- time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I go back to two years, you're probably the same exact spot I was at. Then you're going to find that big whale, and it's going to kick you up another notch. And I know who the whale is going to be for you that's going to help you. You're probably setting it up already. And that's going to be Butch. I know it. That'll oh, help you. Oh, shit. We haven't actually... No, I, dude, I, honestly, man, I, I'll be completely honest with you. There, There is... I am not... I don't think we're going to do the big bait guys. The big bait guys? Yeah, I don't think we're going to do it. Why not? I just, I, I, dude, I've, I've, I feel like that's your shit. But I, I, I always think about. No, but you got to remember this too. You got to remember this too. And I'm not by any means like, oh, I'm the, you know, whatever it might be. I used to I think used to you were like, like, I used to think you were like that, but I don't think that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like you could look at Chartable and it's, it's, everything's transparent, dude. It's fine. You to can be look proud at Chartable, dude. Like you, know? you built an amazing yeah. podcast. I'm, I'm, there's nobody would ever question that. Like, I, I think it's really, it's it, it is really, awesome. it's really interesting. Sorry, Ryan, you were going towards, and I, and I'm, I just want to back up exactly what you said. Is like, <clears throat> I thought coming into this that I was going to get fucking hate like crazy for even trying to do this. Coming into a space where there's already a podcast in California that's talking about fishing, and I that hasn't been the case, and that has been super refreshing. That that well, because you got to think like, okay, 
it, where I'm I'm out in SoCal, there's there's three other podcasts that do salt. That makes it a little harder for me because I got to make sure I don't do the same guests as them. Mm-hmm. And it's happened recently, like yeah. a couple times where I go, you know what, let's do it in a couple months when you did the other one. And then you got, I mean, you guys are, I don't, I, I travel up there and do podcasts. I'll go to Toxic and set up and get like some of the different dudes there, but I don't, you know, there's so many people up there you can get on. It's not like a, it's like going in a bait company, dude. You know how many different baits there are you can use? Same thing podcast. Well, the thing you is, could, just because you listen to one, it's not like you can't listen to another. Yeah. But, but I, I will say as far as guests go, I've been really reticent to talk to anybody about big baits. I will bring on Rios. I, I know Rios well. Like well, I wouldn't see have Garrett on. Garrett's a good like. I Garrett, think Garrett, good Garrett's another one that I'd love to have on. It just we we just haven't got there yet. And to be honest, man, I don't throw the big baits, and neither does Ryan. It's not something we do, and it's not something that I feel like. I mean, we could definitely talk about it. We get we're giving them away. I mean, yeah. But, and that's not and that wasn't on purpose either. It's just like one of those things where I go to CBT and they're like, dude, you got to hit up Dark Cloud. I'm sure he'll do something for you guys. Like he does, he does an awesome job. Dude, his painting is fucking incredible. Like incredible. Well, it's it, yeah, really good. And I even Rios is getting super good too. We're going to have you know, I feel we're, a lot of his stuff. we're doing his stuff next week or next month. We're going to do we're going to do one. Oh, one are you? That's, yeah. yeah, that's good. I I used to paint like about 6 years ago, so Going back to fishing, if you guys want to go back to that, I started, when I started 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it was surf fishing. So down here, it's all the Lucky Craft 110. Yeah. There's a saltwater series one. And uh, I was, the paint would get chipped off so quick. So I, I got an airbrush and started to do that like 10 years ago. And was doing like stencils and all that. Uh, I make baits. I make A-rigs. I make all kinds of stuff. I just don't talk about it. Like I make a, well, I was going to ask you about that. That's, that's cool. I mean, dude, I'm the same way. And I, I was talking to a guy the other day and he's like, he was showing me all this stuff. I'm like, dude, that looks awesome. And I just sent him a couple pictures of stuff that I had painted a while back when it was actually warm Uh and and the paint flowed in the gun, like frozen. Um, (laughs) but, and I sent him, so he said, dude, those are awesome. Why don't you post this on like your personal? I'm like, dude, this is just like, this just takes up time. This is just me. I, I get it because I'll do. I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna make a rig, so I'll make like twenty, so I don't gotta do it later. Mm-hmm. But then I want to mold heads on them, and I'm perfectionist like with everything. So I'll be like, okay, then I need to get this many, you know, blades on it and dummies, and you know, so it's like it ends up like I'm losing that time as we speak too. Like where I'm working on the podcast till a certain time, where I would have been in the garage messing with stuff a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you know, and then getting ready the night before church like it's it's been so busy and i haven't had the time to really get back to doing that but like i tried making a swim bait i think like six years ago like a bluegill i carved it the oh, swam all wonky shit. there was and there, there was no way to to look uh i always got tackle underground and i always bring that up to the bait makers i go hey do you remember tackle underground they go yeah and there was a guy on there named vodka man that is like a genius <laughs> I mean, like any yeah. anything that you look into. I bet his name was yeah, Tito. Yeah, right. And I was like, I looked into a rigs, like building an a the twister for the uh, a rigs mm-hmm. before I saw all the things they had. And uh, the, I think it's a Dubois or Dubois, the one I had, one of them I have. But and it's a great site, Tackle Underground, if you're like looking to how to how to make stuff or even paint. But there's so many painters now that are cool. Yeah. You could usually just hit them up in there. Yeah. Like I'll, I hit up uh, Bass Jack, 
I hit up uh, Piz Swim Baits. I'll talk to Piz. Mm-hmm. They're both really good painters. And pretty much all the bait makers down here are really good painters as well. So it, it's, it's a easy, you know. It, I, I think it's a really cool thing to, to do. It, if you're really into to fishing and you have a little extra time, it doesn't take a whole lot of money to get into. You can buy some like cheaper stuff. Just get a good gun. doesn't matter about your compressor. I, I mean, it does. Reels will say that too. But, I mean, I don't know, dude. I think it's fun. If anything, it's just like, I do. Let's be we creative, have, we have you know? coast. Yeah, and we have coast airbrush right by us. So it's like uh, right by me. It's like maybe like ten minutes away. It's like one of the biggest airbrush suppliers. But don't, right here, you know, in SoCal. Just don't be that guy that's like painting his second whatever it is and just post it up there and start putting it for sale. Like, come on. Dude, like, <laughs> I mean, well, that's easy to do nowadays. I mean, think how many people make stuff nowadays. It's like, it is. And it, everyone can pour plastic. Stuff. I'm not saying, it's, I'm uh, not saying it's bad. I'm not saying don't do it. I mean, like just be aware that there are some badass painters out there and don't expect to just come into it. I don't know. I, that, and that's why I didn't I, know that, that, that a uh, six cents, the owner was a, was a really good painter as well. A crankbait. Did you know that? I did not. No. I forgot his name, but he's like, I guess he's like really, really good at painting crankbaits. Do you use, any, that, do you they, use their what, stuff? I've never used anything six cents. No, no, neither have I. I've, I, yeah. I mean, I'll use like, if I'm cranking, it's like their pedal tails look good. I guess Rios uses their paddle tails. I guess they're supposed to be. I'm a big Demiki guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Fred, I, uh, I'm I'm buddies with Daniel, uh, the owner, the main guy, yeah, the Mickey USA, and uh, I I love their stuff. I love their armor shads because down here, if you if you fish calico and stuff like that, uh, the Kitex work really good, but they don't last. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So you'll get they'll bite they'll bite those tails off the first dude, fish. That's, that's, that's but, the one thing about them, know? dude. It sucks. <clears throat> They're great. Well, but- so the armor shads they last. They, they'll last a long time, and they got a lot of good action on them as well. I'm going to actually look those up right now because I, I need um, – I obviously go through a lot of plastics, and I'm going to I'm gonna check those out because I've been doing the striking rage swimmers, but um, the problem is – Those are kind of like the, the – yeah. These are a little uh, thinner profile, but they, like they, they stay on. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> I'm sure Fred will tell you which ones he uses. He's he's got a lot of crap in them. Well, and then I he ta- like using the axe plate as well. <laughs> he taught Ryan some That's stuff. He taught some. He taught Ryan some stuff a couple weeks ago. He he did well. Dude. That's that's the cool thing about getting to go out fishing with people who really fish. I don't care who it is, especially a guy that's the that guides full time down there like Fred. But dude, I mean, there's a lot everybody can learn from each other, you know, because everybody does stuff different. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree 100%, man. And that's my thing is 100%. You know how you guys say your 100%. thing over and over? I, dude, I get people 100%. saying the deal. Joel I, says that's the deal. I said the deal a lot. It's the deal. And I um, go, okay, okay, okay. I always say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he dropped off some of those, uh, or, well, well, not dropped off, but he left me with some of the Damiki, um, the blade bait is it called the Volt. The Volt's really good. The axe that, blade's really good. Oh, I love that. And bait. the uh, the backdrop is really good. That's my buddy. I have a couple buddies that kill it down here. My buddy Joe, that's the manager at Performance Tackle, 
kills it. And then uh, they were great in the salt for the bay bass, just right above the grass, just like you would fish them in fresh. And uh, right. they kill it. And pilings, just pitching them on pilings, letting them drop. Now, yeah. in salt water for those bay bass, do you change out the treble hooks or, or throw them stock? Uh, I'd, I'd throw them stock. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, well, no. You know, I mean, I, well, you're going to, this is the problem. It's not a bad salt. hook in it. You, they aren't gonna, nothing's going to last because of salt. For right. your reels, you got it. You have to maintain your stuff so much because, like, I'm getting them serviced a lot because the salt just eats everything up. Like, when you're done, you, you know, I'll put everything I used in a little bucket mm-hmm. and I'll rinse it off and you're still going to rust, you know? Really? So it's like, yeah, the rust, just get the corrosion, so even if, your trailers, everything. If you're like, fishing salt water regularly, I mean – are there saltwater reels you can buy that are going to last longer? Like, you just take care of them. Like, I fish all, like my saltwater bay bass stuff is loose, speedful. Okay, and it's, I've had no issues with it. Uh, my my calico stuff is all Tatula, three hundred Lexa, three hundred four hundred, right. and I've had no issues with them. I like the Tatula stuff a lot, so I kept all the Daiwa stuff for my freshwater. So I have all the two hundreds and one fifty Tatulas. But right. I keep it for fresh water because I want them to last. The loose, I I had a loose speed spool for like seven years and it never shitted on me, and I loved it. So I decided to switch to the bay bass stuff to that because I was using it in the surf all the time. Oh, okay, it's great reel. I use the Tatula. It's cheap. It's like a hundred bucks, dude. I use right. the Tatula stuff all the time. Just bought another one fifty, another two hundred. Those those reels. I tell you that T wing awesome. dude will get. It lets yeah. you cast a mile. Yeah. Yes, it you know? does. Yeah, it, it's amazing how much. I'm a big, I, I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, oh for sure. And then I'll, I mean, and then I have my freshwater. I have customs for my swim bait stuff for like the depths two fifty, right. like the bait smith, you know, uh, tiny clash and the clash. You know, do you guys fish those at all? I, I don't stuff? fish them much. I just, I've I've thrown them in the past, but so um, C- CBT gets. Uh, gets the clashes in here and there. And I went by to drop off our Patreon list so that they have a list for the guys that are actually, um, you know, that want to get the 10% off. And while I was there, I was just there to buy like a couple things. And I ended up buying a tiny clash and a clash nine. <laughs> so if you look at our Patreon, Matt Purcell from Swimbed Underground shows you how to fish it. Oh, Hey everybody, five uh, different ways. check out the casting crate <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm dude, I'm like you. I'm trying new ways to do some different stuff. So my like and dude, and when I tell when I'm telling you something, everyone try this. It might work for them. If you got a podcast, you're trying to figure out a way to make some income, you know, to to, to pay for the hosting, like it all adds up. Dude, you think I pay for Pro Tools, Premiere Pro, Photoshop, uh video hosting, um podcast hosting it's a, it's a lot of money dude it's not like it's like a free thing to do back, every month back in the I'm day paying, you know back in the day you could just buy you could buy uh final cut right i mean that's where i started in college i used it yeah i used exactly. it at pbs i used it at pbs you know i i did professional videography for like 10 years and then when oh, they wow. came out with the cloud stuff and well I, I don't do video a whole lot anymore because i just i mean i I changed my whole career path and I still know how to do everything. I just, 
I know how time consuming it is. And with two boys and a full time job and the podcast and trying to go fishing as much as I do, dude, I'll bring out all kinds of video equipment and I'll end up not ever putting my GoPro up. I'll just focus on fishing. I don't know. I this this thing has like consumed me <laughs> to where I don't even think about anything else. But I mean, it's a no. It's it's that's how that's how I mean. <laughs> you get you get days where like I'll be like, man, I I could go fish on the, on with so and so. And then they're like, hey, I can come do a podcast that day. And I'm like, damn it. You know, and I wanted to get that done. And it's hard because I used to stack them. So I would do like one day of like five or six podcasts. But they're getting longer and longer as we do them with people. Like maybe I'm I'm getting a little better at like, you know, talking. Because, yeah, you do have those guests like we talked about that just can't talk. Just isn't going to work. You know, it has happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, you get a 30 minute episode and you're like, shit, what do I do now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, or, you know, like some of this like promotion, like we have a big show this, this, uh, next weekend called the PCS show down here. And I had the, mm-hmm. the guy build a priest on that runs it. And it was only like a half hour podcast. But then again, when you're doing it in person, you get another four hour or three hour podcast sometimes after that, that's for just you and him. That's the fun stuff, you know, like when, when you guys get to talk shit after. <laughs> yeah, Nick, it's like our but, last one with Fred. Before I forget, man, ha- have you ever caught a spotted bass? No, no. Nah, oh dude, there is something about, because uh, I heard this in your last podcast, and Fred said the same thing when he went fishing with Ryan. You Southern California guys haven't caught spotted. I mean, it's just weird because like here, it's a. Th- oh, you listened just, to Cody's episode too, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he said that he, was the first time he caught it. Yeah, he, in a tournament, first spotted bass he ever caught, and he's in a tournament fishing <laughs> spotted bass. Like, I just don't. It's it's strange because it's only. I just think of that gr- the grapevine like separating all of the spotted bass fisheries up here, and then you got none of them down there. It's just strange. Even smallmouth aren't. Like you don't catch them all the time down here, mm-hmm. you know. It's like another, you know. I, I, I mean, my, I'll tell you, my Delta trip was a nightmare. I went with <laughs> Caesar and uh, it's like it, it, those are the, all of all of my Delta trips are nightmares. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready for another nightmare on Saturday. It's gonna be awesome. Well, this was like I was stoked. I'm like, okay, I. Uh, it was my first time using the Tiny Clash. Like, I picked the wrong rod. That was the first thing. I was throwing the uh, the seven eleven um, medium heavy. It was the Ultra Swimmer Classic. Love okay. that rod. It's like one of my go to rods. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was throwing the Tiny Clash. I think I got one. Like there's like two pounds. I get bit again, and I set the hook. And Caesar runs to get the net. He's like, "Dude, I think this is one. I've never caught a double digit. My biggest is seven. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it wasn't a striper." So I'm reeling it in and then pop, it pops off. I'm like, shit. So then we look at the hook and, and the hook broke off, but it was like at the eye, not, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, so that, it wasn't like a hook that, broke off, like the whole thing broke off. That wasn't, that wasn't so your like, rod. That wasn't yeah. your rod choice, man. That was a bad hook. It, it could have, it could have helped. So I did move my rod to the M1 because it's way more parabolic. And mm-hmm. uh, I do like that. And I've caught fish on it and it, it makes a big difference. And I, I I like the M1 series a lot for that reason. Have you thrown so all it, my calico stuff is also some of classic. Have you thrown it for the tiny clash and like for the smaller um, for the smaller glides the X13? Uh-huh. 
You know, I was talking to Juan about the. I think it was X12 for the uh, for the jerk bait rod too. I was like, wow. Yeah. I haven't. I have a 14 for my crankbait rod, mm-hmm. and a 15 for my big crankbait on the wall, like when we're fishing break walls. But no, I've I have to try that out. I know that a lot of people what they'll use like my swim bait rod is a uh, 909. I think it's an XJ, the blank. Yeah. So it's a jig stick for throwing surface irons. That's what they use it oh, for. Shit. But yeah. people are cutting it down because it's so parabolic. You know, you, you can load it up when you have a treble, like a like a two fifty or something. Yeah, it's crazy. I could really bullshit everyone about. I know all this about fishing, but I really don't. I just get to talk to people. <laughs> well, I mean, that, dude, that's been that, so. I and I I do want to get to this is like the favorite part of of doing the show, and and for me, and I, I'm not sure, Ryan, what's your favorite part about doing this? Just getting to hang out with you, Joel. Just wow. talk fishing. Oh, wow, <laughs> uh, dude! I, I, my favorite part, honestly, for me, is when I go to the lake in the morning. I'm unloading my boat, and somebody pulls up who I've never met, and is like, "Dude, Ryan, we were just listening to your podcast on the way here, and it's awesome, you know. Like, and you've really helped me, or the podcast has really helped me out with learning this and this and this." Um, Cause like we've said, you know, and we're not doing this for a living. We're doing it cause we love it. We're doing it cause we like fishing and we like mm-hmm. people and just getting to help, just getting to hear that we're helping somebody with that. For me, that's, that's the best part about doing this. Nick, what, what, what's been I, like, what, what has been like your redeeming moment? You've talked about like, I'm going to quit this. <laughs> like, it, and, and I've been there, dude, a couple times, <laughs> just in a year. But what is your favorite part about doing this? What keeps you doing it? I think the friendships I've made with some of the guests, like mm-hmm. uh, Fred is like a good friend now, like where I talk to, you know, um, Chris Purcell, the, the one of the owners from Swimming Underground is like a good buddy. Like a lot of these swim bait guys became buddies. I fish with, uh, you know, Bobby Martinez is a Calico guy down here. We're buddies. Like, so the friendships for sure. Um, I, you know, what's cool is I've talked about, I've had, I had anxiety, I've had anxiety like for a long time. I take Lexapro and uh, I had it really bad. And I've had a couple people actually message me about anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's, it's now I'm just used to it. But in the beginning, dude, I thought I was going to die like eight times in one month because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And uh, I had a couple people reach out and I talked to them about it. And that was really cool too, as well. Like when you get to talk about stuff like that, the, the, the dock being at the dock and, and seeing people, it shocks the hell out of me. Like, you know, I'll be like at, a lake and I don't fish lakes a lot. My boat sticks out like a sore thumb because it's a center console. Mm-hmm. I got a black wrap on it, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it, it has a sea deck on it. So, you know, they'll be like, Hey, guys, a great. I'll be like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, or, you know, I'll be in, uh, in the harbor. It's, it's really cool. Like, and I guess I don't pay attention a lot to things. So I don't know how big the podcast is in my own head. Do you know what it's I'm saying? Big. So it's like, it's- I don't, I don't <laughs> think about it like, Oh, it's, it's big. I think about it. It's like, Oh, you know, some people listen to it. Who knows? People probably listen to it five, six, seven times. That's why, you know, the numbers are like that. Or, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, that's, I guess that's kind of how I am with it. And it's fun, but I just, I, I think of like, I'm just a regular old idiot, you know? Dude, I always I, tell people, oh, it's like, I, that's why I call myself a dickhead, dickhead. So on the Patreon <laughs> level, the first level is a nickhead. <laughs> I like so if you that. thought you become a nickhead. Yeah, 
so so i mean it's it's just i'm so like i i pretty much like am, it's no big deal to me you know yeah and uh dude i i, it's I a lot of work and i love it and i love it but i think even from just playing in bands or even anything i've done i'm like i don't really give a shit you know like about a lot of things like i'm cool i'll hang out with just about anyone like i had dudes come from texas and they're like, hey, dude, I'm going to be in town. You think you could take me calico fishing? I'm like, yeah. They just listen to the podcast message me. I'm like, cool. Sure. I don't know who you are. We'll just do it, man. You know, and I don't, I, I you know, trust everyone. That's it. That's that, another problem I have. That's yeah. it for me, really. Exactly what you said, man. I mean, I've made some, some pretty cool friendships and been able to go fishing with guys that I never would have before. You know, Here's one thing I'm going to say that for me, and I tell people this, and it's a good, a good, like, examples like you see the girls with the big fat tits and the asses that take pictures with the guys on the boats and get to hold the fish okay yep i'm that i'm the slutty girl that gets to learn all this stuff That's yeah. what I, tell people. I knew it <laughs> so you i get slut. to dude oh my thing is like <laughs> for sure tenfold what it should be because i get to insider tips from everyone dude that's another you thing. know that's another thing i mean like you you want to make the show because it's for me, it was just like, I just want to do something. Use some of the skills that I have. Cause now I'm in construction. I'm like, I want to use some of the skills that I, that my, my poor mother like paid in college. Like <laughs> I got to use some of these skills, you know, like, and dude, it's just been what I found. And I've told Ryan this, the, the friendships you make, people hitting you up on it. And then you have that rapport and it's just like constant, man, getting cool memes and going fishing with people and just like Rios is Dude. a pri- Rios is a prime example. Like I, I hit him up super early in the whole thing just cause I wanted to, like, mm-hmm. he was the guy I was like, I didn't even know how big the dude was. I just saw his memes. I never went to his page and I, I know this is like super naive of me, but I just like hitting him up, like talking to him. And then he posted this picture with this 50 pound striper. And I realized the dude is huge in that whole community, the big bait community yeah. painting and things yeah. like that. But he was always super humble, you know, and God, the shit we give each other, like that man. is, Oh my God, dude, thing. he's that guy. I can go, I can go full on with that guy and he'll take it and he'll bring, he'll take, he'll, he gives it right back, man. I love that. Like and that is one thing that we've talked about a lot too. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, like we just saying, like we really appreciate the guys that, that, that stay humble. You know what I mean? Like we don't like that arrogance. And that's one thing just, <clears throat> I, I know I keep saying this, keep repeating myself, just like you said, but like with all you've done with this podcast and what you've built, and you're still like, nah, dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't realize how big it is. I'm just a regular guy like that. That's refreshing. You know, it's, you know what I treat it like. And I tell this to my wife. He's like, when I was nine twenty, I had my son, I was in a, I was in a big hardcore band and, uh, we, uh, I, we, we, they're ready to go on tour. I think it was a European tour. And I had to quit because I'm like, I, I'm not going to my, I'm going to have a kid. So to me, it's like, almost I got my band again and I can try to make it as big as I can. And that makes me happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like being in the band again and having my band and getting to like, you know, going to go into that venue. Like I used to play there and got on stage with Butch, Jerry Rago, Mike Gilbert. It was super cool, you know? And and it's, uh, that's kind of how I treat it. It's like my band, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. 
And that's kind of like my goal is like my wife goes, what's the end game? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, maybe <laughs> after this year I'm done. I don't know. You know, who knows? It's about like the journey. It, it's it, a journey, right? Where I'm like, at, yeah. at the end of the day, I, boys, the journey is the destination. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, I, at one point I'm probably going to be like, okay, I've had enough time talking fishing. I want to do it more. You know, and mm-hmm. I might pull it back. That's the good thing about the podcast is like, you don't have to quit. You could pull it back if you want. You could be like, hey, I'm only going to do two a month. And people are still going to want to hear those, and they'll probably be cool as well. Yeah. You know, but I mean, if it comes to that, it does. You know, yeah, but I'm, right now I'm I'm just trying to to uh, put out the best thing I can. That's pretty much it. Hell yeah. I'm to the point I wouldn't mind fishing a little less and talking about it more, you know? <laughs> well, we can't we can't all be professional anglers. Uh no 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 no, yeah. no 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 no. I am I am no professional angler. I, I meant you know what record. I meant. You're prof- you You're do this, a professional because you get paid to do you it. Get paid to do professional it. gets paid to do it. I've had this debate. Fisherman. I've had this debate with people uh down here because I'm like, what well, makes us like we don't have a professional calico tournament series. So if you think if you're fishing the series down here and you're in the master's division, does that consider you to be a pro? Not really, but yes, I guess, because you're in the pro division, right? We're not getting the payouts like anyone else. Our payouts are like maybe um, a couple grand, you know, a tournament right. and there's only six a year and that's it. There's no other tournaments at all. So I've always debated and like, well, what makes you a pro fisherman is a YouTube influencer a pro. Because they're getting paid, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying. Oh, bring up the info. they're getting paid yeah. more than some of the yep. the tournament guys. Yep. you know. Oh, oh, well, yeah, absolutely. And and well, yeah, we don't want to get into that. I'll, I'll get I'll get all fired up on that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I and I feel like I've talked to guys about that. I I think that's a good point of view because, like, you know, with advertisement and all this, like, you know, YouTube's a big inf- like look at Google, man. They made mm-hmm. an empire. You know, out, what of, out of YouTube, out of YouTube videos. Yep. Yeah, dude. And it's, I mean, Milliken, same thing. He's huge. Yep. yep. These guys are big, you know, and, and ha- after having Milliken on, yeah, I had a, a, a way I felt about him at first. And then I, I t- actually talked to him. And I'm like, you know, this guy's really cool. Like he was out there buying the baits he wanted that were two or $300 that, you know, big baits are a lot of money sometimes. And he was buying them. Right. And he was throwing them, you know, and he was doing it. So it's not like he's just some random dude like that. That just is like, hey, I'm on YouTube. I'm throwing big baits, you know. Like he's putting right. time in. So I get that, you know. I'm not trying to like you, hate on you YouTubers by any means, but no, no, no there, there's I'm, a lot of them either. out there that is just, oh gosh, it, it's it's. I think it's lack of awareness. Just man. a shit show, man. Yeah, it's just lack of awareness. Like, yeah, if 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 you're good at it and you come in it the right way, I mean, you're gonna get followers and it's gonna be great for you. But don't right. Just same, goes, same as like, painters, man. Almost like the same thing. Same thing going like, okay, they they put these cringe videos out of them throwing, you know, hey, I'm going to catch on a, on a, you know, Hello Kitty rod or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go, it's not real. Okay. It's not real. And no knock on tournament anglers at all. But what they say they're doing when they're fishing, you think that's real when they go on Never. Show? Never. No. no. So then what's the difference, dude? Like to me, I'm like, well, this tournament angler, that's his job, and that's what he's doing. This guy looks like a dipshit on YouTube. That's his job to be a dipshit. So right. it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. you can't get mad at him because, you know, like I had Jeremy on from Black Dog. He goes, you really think he's throwing that Berkeley, whatever it is, he's catching them on when he shows you the bag? 
Absolutely that thing's not. stuffed with different baits, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, and you, you know, I understand that. That's their job. And that's why I, I kind of changed my mind. I did. I felt the same way. And I'm going, you right. know, when I listen to like a, a show with a guy, I get he can't be like, you know, I like throwing this tungsten Kitek jig head with this Kitek, you know, uh, whatever it might be. He's sponsored by him when he's really throwing a spinnerbait. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or something else. So, and he's got to hide his bite. So I get it. I get it. But that to that point, I that's the kind of, I guess, mentality. I, I kind of changed my mind, and I've changed my mind a lot about things where I, I would go, oh, this, this is stupid. This isn't the dumbest way to do it. And then I talk to the guys, and I go, well, you're right. Maybe it opened my eyes a little bit to something different when you meet all these people. Well, I mean, it helps, right. you, it helps you understand what this is. and in, in a lot of ways, it is a game. And unfortunately... I mean, you, you want to trust, you want to trust the people that are, they're telling you this stuff. And, but at the same time, it's like, you better take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I get it. Like, even like I'm, I told this story on my podcast before I went like with a, a guy down here's a tournament guy. His name's Bass Jesus. <laughs> he's a buddy of ours. He's a Mexican dude with long white hair. His name's Kelly Pupo. So he's an older school guy. He fished the Delta tournament series. He's like, in his 60s. He's a buddy now. He became a buddy from the podcast, so I went fishing with them. And <laughs> I threw a, a, a bait, a Kurtek Custom, and I caught a five-pounder on, on a little glide. And I'm happy. I'm going, fuck yeah. And he goes, shut <laughs> the fuck up. I'm like, why? He's like, you see those people on the shore? They're going to see the boats next to us. They're going to see what you caught. <laughs> shut the fuck like, you know, And I'm shut like naive. Up. Put your five-pounder yeah, in the box going, and shut up. Whoa. <laughs> yep. He's like, just shut up. You don't want to let everyone. I'm like, all right, my bad, my bad. And I'm naive because I'm just like, that's what I would do on my boat when I caught a fish. You know, I start dropping every cuss word in the book, happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that time we were there, there was two dudes on the shore that were like, fuck yeah, cast and crank. And I'm like, oh shit. Dude, I had a guy who I, I talked regularly and uh He's like, oh, dude, I'm in Gilroy, and I'm at the, and he sends me a picture, and he's like, I'm at the dealership in Gilroy. It's like a GMC dealership. He's like, dude's listening to the podcast right now at the front desk. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> like, just Isn't that wild? Weird, when, when dude. Like it's wild to me. Like, I really can't wrap my brain around it, and I think that's <clears throat> that's really what it is, man. It's just like how novel this whole thing is, because we're in a whole different world now where people like me and you and Ryan can just get on here and bullshit and people like enjoy it. And not only that, like they'll support you in doing it. And that's the crazy thing to me is like, you know, like to see your Patreon followers is like crazy. I can't believe that many people like want to, you know, follow what I'm doing. It's, it's crazy. And that's only a small portion of your listenership too. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like if, like I said to people, like I wouldn't take any sponsors on if, I could reach a number on the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. would be cool. Like that would be the goal. And the, the way to do that, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's a formula. And you know, the only reason I look is I go, I wonder how much some of these big comedians are making on Patreon. Oh, yeah. So I go, do you ever lurk on there and, and look and go, Hmm. So like Tim Dillon, he's been on Joe Rogan a million times. He's very outspoken guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I wonder how much he's making $250,000 a month. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. That is wow. wild. For comedy, just then for- you look at a Star Wars podcast. They're making nineteen thousand dollars a month on Star Wars. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. dude, it's wow. crazy. 
That's crazy. So there's something there. But here's another quick story. I, I was at Lowe's and I was in like some crappy cholo shorts and a cat dog shirt my wife bought. <laughs> cholo shorts. Okay. Yeah. Like they're they're like some stupid I look like trash. Dude, I was going to get like cut off Jinkos. Like yeah, exactly. So it was like I'm just like going in my work clothes with like a cat dad shirt on and I'm like, Oh, I look like an idiot, but I don't care, whatever. So I'm with my son and this dude goes, Hey, love what you do and I'm like <clears throat> uh, thanks dude uh, what do I do what did I do I'm sorry he's like the podcast I'm like oh shit <laughs> and this is not my I wouldn't think anybody's listening to it over here and I'm like damn that is wild yeah I'm like dude I look like a fucking it's, idiot right now it's, the, the, day you're, on, you it's know? the day you're wearing the cat dad in the, in the children's yeah. shorts yeah and I'm like damn it that's I'm like, real I, though I me this shirt. <laughs> that's real and those are the kind of things that make me go like wow this is a getting a little bigger than I, than I expected. Yeah. And, and then there's times I think like, I've said some bad stuff on there. I should, <laughs> you know, like yeah. after Joe Rogan yeah. thing, like, I'm like, man, I should really think about like, and it's nothing like bad where I'd say something racist or anything like that. It'd be more like a joke where I say something dirty, you know? Right. And it's, it, it, and it's, I'm like, well, you know, you do got to think nowadays. Like, okay, maybe I I got to think about stuff. No, in ten years, in ten years, they're going to come for you on that one. Probably, but it's not racist, Are, so you know? not yet, not yet. No, not no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> but give I mean, it time. it's up to just think it about. It. Yeah, I give it time. Give it time. You know, the F word will be banned for the rest of for everyone. <laughs> Man, dude, I mean, I was i mean i was half excited and a little nervous doing this one because um, it's just something totally different than we've ever done yeah but man i can't thank you enough like loved it yeah really did dude, uh, dude this has been great and like I, I i told you guys when i come back up i'm thinking of coming back up in uh march how far are you guys from the delta about an hour and a half two well, hours ryan's in ryan's in atwater i'm in uh san jose so we're I'm about we're, an hour and ten minutes from well, depends on where we're launching. South that's South Delta. An hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. So maybe when I come up there, I'll let you guys know. I'm gonna go try to go up in March. Uh and go back and do some podcasts. I don't know if I'm gonna be in Oakley or if I'm gonna go to uh you know JSJ Bates. There aren't they uh, up, uh aren't John they up St. North? John or, or Josh Shane? Yeah, yeah. Aren't He's they, got a new shop, and I might go there and do the podcast there. Where's the shop? Oh, at? nice! I thought so, he was up north. No, I think he's San Francisco-ish. I think okay. I'm not sure, but it's not too far off. Like he drove to Caesars too, and uh, so I'm I'm planning on doing it. I'll get you guys in for on my podcast for in studio. So oh, that would can, be awesome. We can do it up that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That'd be dope. Because man. I'm like, that's one thing where I'm like, I won't. I'm really picky on the cons. If it is going to be a con, it's got to be like a dude from Texas or the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, if it's NorCal, I'll keep you at bay until I can get up there to get you on. You know, right. kind of like I did with Josh Paris or like I'm down. Yeah, it's I'm down. Yeah. I'm down to roll. Yeah, because I usually just stay there. I'll stay there, get an Airbnb, and and uh, set up at Caesar's shop. He just lets me keep it there the whole weekend or whenever I'm there. I just keep it set up, and he's cool with it. So it, it makes it really easy to go up there and bang out like six episodes. Yeah, give us and, a date, uh, man. We'll be there. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd love to do that. And like I said, I don't think there's any any people shouldn't think of something as a comp. It's like a bait company with the podcast. You have your 
your type of bait, I have mine, and even two guys can fish it differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe in that at all. And yeah, get some swim bait guys on. There's tons of good swim bait guys up there. I would love to come on the show. I'm sure. I'll, you I'll know? be, I'll oh, be honest, man. Like like I said, I've 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 tried to to make sure that I'm being as respectful as possible. Well, we both have, but like just in and who, I don't who think you know, it's like a guy making a swim bait, dude. Like, you know, there's so many people that could make a bait or pour plastic or even, you know, jig head. Um, you know, one thing that people don't make a lot of a different type is a, is a lead head. I just, I mean, sure. down here, yeah. like we fish a lot of two ounce. I just thought of that. I'm like, that's not, not a lot of lead heads, like good lead heads, you know? A, C- a C- CNC lead, <laughs> CNC lead head, woo, coming on the no, market. I did make one. I called it the, the Nick head. It's like a two ounce head, though. It's for the a sand bag. It's real deep stuff. Yeah, I'll have to send you guys a picture <laughs> of the a, Nick head. Well, it's, so it's, never mind. Yeah, it, it, if sure. if you haven't heard of the Cast and Crank podcast, and I'm if people are listening to this and you haven't, well, uh, now you have, and uh, go check them out. Um, we are we sorry, dude. We are giving away a, a swim bait. For our Patreons, the G Rat, which one? Yeah, it was the, it's the Papa. So, and oh, that's a nice date. It is, and it, of course, Dark Cloud Customs. But I am, if I have your, if I have your blessing to give it away, and we're not totally biting all your stuff, we're good. You're not biting anything. You're good to go, dude. <laughs> I appreciate it. Man. Yeah. Just stop getting horrible striper guys on, like Sean Anderson. Oh <laughs> my boy! Well, once more like left, Sean, there's no good striper guides left. So we picked from the bottom. You know what of the I told barrel. Sean? I'm What's like, up, Sean? I told him. I called him. I listened to that one. It was really good. I'm like, hey, Sean, thanks for giving them a good interview and giving me a piece of shit. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh my! Oh, God. got him! Got him, dude! I, like, well, dude I, I love that guy. He's like, I didn't know you, and he's like, it was new, and I'm like, nah, I'm just messing. Did a great interview. He's like a, I told him, man, good interview. He's you know? a renaissance man, dude. He does everything. He goes and catches big browns, yeah. big rainbows, stripers, bass. I mean, like, he's all around fisherman. Like, if I think of one he's guy, a great dude, yeah, all dude, the man. dude can funny, freaking funny catch him too. He's yeah. a stud, straight up fish. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again, guys. I appreciate you having me on. I really do. It was awesome, dude. Man. Thank you for coming on, man. It was an honor, honor to get to talk to you. This is just. This is just very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Fun time. Fun time, guys. Nick, thank you so much for coming on, man. I mean, we can't thank you enough. We already have. Ryan, you got anything to say before we wrap this thing up? Dude, I just want to say thanks to Nick. You know, like he's got a busy schedule. He came on here to talk to us and just a great podcast, great info, and just a solid dude, man. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. And hope to see you guys soon. Next couple months, maybe a. Come up there when I come up there. You guys should come on my podcast and we'll do it up. Have some fun. It's gonna happen. Ready to chop it up. It's gonna happen. I'll I'll bring the I'll bring the champagne of beers. uh, If anybody needs, that's right. The Miller High Life. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I was totally off key right there. (laughs) So, (laughs) hey, thanks to all our Patreons. Uh, We got some giveaways coming up. Uh, Same as Nick. So they say. They say what uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. That's right. So uh, <laughs> I I do imitate some things from Nick, and and uh, the Patreon giveaway is one of those things this month especially because we got the Dark Cloud Customs 
uh, Papa Pete, which is really nice. And we got uh, Justin Herney. Thank you uh, for the heavy hitters, chatterbaits, which are going to come in clutch come March. So, and all of all of our uh, followers, uh, all of our Patreon uh, peeps, all the guys helping us: Spearpoint Hooks, Phoenix, um, G Money Jigs, Stage Stop, and CBT. We're going to sign off now. Go check out Cast and Crank Podcast. Go check out Cast and I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys all know Cast and Crank Podcast. For all of you travelers. The guy. Nick, Horrible. you can't have too many podcasts. Leave, leave, Nick, leave us, leave us <laughs> I'm with sure a... I'm sure they all have, but if you haven't, check it out. <laughs> Nick, leave us, leave us with a good uh, bit of wisdom here. Don't drink beer every episode, four episodes in a day, because you'll throw up in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say. That's Dope. as good as it gets right I'll there. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> We're out of here. See you guys. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah. Later. Boy, that escalated quickly. Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs>